you know, there's a moment in a DM's uh, career, life, <laughs> when he sits down at the table and looks at his characters and goes, I might kill everybody tonight. <laughs> I think you do this I knew all it. the time. I knew uh, it. Like just like on purpose or is there like- No, a- no. There's just areas of a module where I'm like, maybe they'll make it through this. Uh, what? This bunny fight is as a moment like this? Well, I mean, you don't know that it's a bunny fight. You, you forget the last assuming. campaign when we got wiped out by birds. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what really adds to it too is when the DM also tells you at the beginning of the campaign that he forgot to tell you to level up, <laughs> and you should actually be a level higher before you partake in this when potential entered, combat. When you entered hither, you were supposed to reach level four. My bad. Uh, so there may Next be blood time. on my hands this evening, but we'll find out. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to Crit and Fumble, Yay. the D&D actual play podcast, where me and my friends sit around the table on Sunday night and roll dice for real. Woo! We're not your only friends, though, right? Uh, I mean, I have, like, adjacent friends, but you're mostly my friends. Oh, you have a friend group? named Jason? What's that? Yeah, who's Jason? Uh, what? You said you have a friend named Jason. <laughs> I, I have a Jason a, friend. A Jason. Oh, Jason. Jason. Oh, fuck, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, like, perpendicular? Uh, We're... It's like <laughs> kind of parallel and perpendicular. This podcast is about geometry. No? Yes, that is that what that froze, is? Geometry? That actually froze my brain for a second. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is Dwayne talking about?" Oh, I oh, ran into I somebody today okay. who said they listened to our podcast. Oh, really? nice. I know. There's Did like, you can you fucking believe it? <laughs> like, like a random person in our own town? That was yes, like, that was Sorry. me. What do you mean? Like, no, like it wasn't. Oh, it, it was me. nobody on this table. Like a person oh, wow. that we don't know. No, why would they do that? <laughs> What's the Did matter you with hear them? The shock hey, in my voice? They're they're listening, so we probably shouldn't make fun of them. <laughs> no, I'm not making fun of them. I'm just Oh, I'm I mean, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, shout out Thanks. to that person. <laughs> we love our fans. <laughs> we, we love our one fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Gavin's perpendicular friend too. <laughs> it was Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. I'm doing the intro. <laughs> Adventurers, grab your weapons. But first, kiss your kin. That was fun. Let me get the other music on. Nope, that's the same one. <laughs> how do I? How am I still bad at this? We've been doing this how many for... years? Fuck! <laughs> You'd think I'd have the hotkeys ready. The whole pandemic has gone by. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all. I that. think your keys are hot, Gavin. Yay! Mm. Um, I wish you changed the mood. Well, let's let's talk about a little bit of what happened last episode. Um, this music so epic. Um, so you guys had gone, you, you, uh, met Sir Talavar and, uh, eventually freed him by visiting, what was her name? Jingle Jingle Bangle? Jingle Jingle Jangle, thank you. Uh, with all the keys and, um, learned that she was actually ransacked by this, uh, group of brigands that you guys were also jumped by. You'd made swift work of them. Um, and then we're told to continue northwestern 
ish to find downfall because you are in search of the hag of this current um right. uh what was it called <laughs> uh, realm i guess and her name's bavlorna yes uh i think it was who was it um benedis that yep. when you entered hither had the feeling that whatever was lost is somewhere here so I think that's probably what's driving most of uh, your direction, but also just the understanding of like who these hags are and whatnot. Anyways, you uh, continued northwest and found yourself in this swampy area. And in front of you, there was just these dilapidated causeways and a massive tree trunk um, in front of you. And I had read a, um, what is that called? Like the module descriptor text. And we ended the last episode with that. So I'm going to reread that text just to bring us up into the current scene. And I think we will pick it up from there. What do you all think? That sounds well, right. nice. Yeah. Cool. I feel like the word hag isn't going to age well. <clears throat> Why? In history. I don't know. I feel like... It's, it's like a slur. It's a slur. To like yeah. old ladies. Yeah. Mm. How do we feel about the word crone? Is that better or worse? Oh, I feel like that's hard. Is hag crone is worse are... than hag? Yeah, it might be. What? Well, oh, oh, what would Are there be the correct hags? term? Maybe a male hag? Why not? No, isn't that a warlock? No. A witch and warlock? Hags are like well, not mythological creatures, but they're like, you know? I mean, like, isn't, this, they, isn't that the slur like what you idea. call like an angry, bitter woman? A hag, bitch? Oh. I'm, I'm going to reclaim it. <laughs> the old hag. You're reclaiming <laughs> it? Yeah, I'm going to reclaim it. That's from, right. from here on out. I'm, I've reclaimed slut. I'm a slutty hag. <laughs> I feel like I need the intro music. Anyways. I'm looking up male hag. <laughs> this can only end well. I feel like we need to pause and wait. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, oh sorry to... We should read the description now. Yeah, yes, read the description. Uh, let, me, let me try to change the ambiance. Let's see if this works. I'm going to have to switch it. Turn down the lights a little? Or? Oh, that's a good idea. Um... I kind of want to wait for Dwayne to figure out what the... Okay, I'm going to read the description. Dwayne, don't interrupt Troll. Me. It says troll. Fuck. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I said to... Dwayne, don't interrupt don't dis- me. <laughs> a male hag is a troll. That's it. Says a troll. It says oh. troll. Okay. It says, it says one is, the, is probably the closest male equivalent to a hag is a troll. Oh, we call people trolls about the on the internet all the time. Exactly, right? We should start and, calling and, them and hags. And it's aging should well. should reclaim that. And it, it is, is, it yeah. is actually aging well. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Thank you for sticking with us this far if you're still listening. Uh, A foggy marsh stretches out before you. Rickety causeways made of wooden planks form wide web-like structure above the bog. 300 feet away, many of these causeways converge on an enormous ivy-covered tree stump that rises a good 10 feet above the 20-foot-high fog bank that enshrouds it. So you guys are currently on... 20-foot high fog bank? Uh, above the 20-foot high fog bank that enshrouds it, the... Um, the big tree. The tree. So you can only see, like, the top part of it. But you can see the causeways, the dilapidated causeways, in front of you as you enter this area. I have some concerns about building code. You know, everything's rickety here. Yeah. <laughs> you should... Um, I feel like you should uh, inquire with the um, developer. Let's get Wizards involved of the with, coast. In lo- involved with local politics here in Prismere. I'm going to go to a town council meeting and start. Uh, Uh-oh. God, Neil. Party foul. 
Those that those two beers you had this afternoon are really <laughs> catching up to you. I thought you. you napped that one off. <laughs> Neil's spilling stuff all over the place. I mean Jerry. So we can classic see Jerry. we can see the causeways leading up to this big central. You can. Um, and then did you see that we can see any figures? Yeah. So you did see uh, just sort of like lightly in the mist bunny-like figures with, you know, the tall ears and whatnot. Um, and as you guys are sailing into this direction, um, just uh, for, for my purposes, where on the map are you? It doesn't really matter which area you've sailed in from, so let's just choose one where it's easy for you to move your... How about, how about We're in that, a boat? How about that one causeway? Yeah, you would have been in, a, okay. like, a skiff. Okay. They're just uh, moving their markers around the map for me. We have a, a little scribbled out map for me to uh, <clears throat> better describe what is going on for them. Uh, so you'd be a little bit further than ba- uh, back than that, just like almost off the map at this point because it said, you know, you're like 300 feet and approaching kind of thing. Uh, but you can still make out the causeway and whatnot. As you enter um, and this foggy area starts to lift even just a little bit, I need the group of you to give me uh, some perception checks. <laughs> 12 11 11 10 nice uh okay <clears throat> mediocrity at its best <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect above average <laughs> so the group of you are sailing in on this little skiff probably a crappy wood thing that you found abandoned as you had entered this swamp area and you as you've traveled through hither you would have already learned that some of the swamp water kind of like goes almost in tides like the water just rapidly rises over like five to ten minutes up to about five feet stays there for maybe a couple hours and diminishes again and the further you came closer to this area of prismere it doesn't seem like that tide is effective anymore it's essentially um all just kind of let's let's not say like fully wet or fully dry it's all just sort of like really mucky um mm-hmm. and you're almost like just sliding over the slop at this point mm-hmm. um i forgot his name kicks as you guys are traveling in this boat, only you notice something. An odd, feel, an odd feeling suddenly comes over you as you become aware that something along the way, uh, sorry, let me read that again. An odd feeling suddenly comes over you as you become aware that somewhere along the way, a hunched hooded figure has joined the group. So you're rowing the skiff and seated in between the group of you is just this, this just hooded. Like, someone hopped on the skiff. And, and yeah, the rest yeah. Of us this are hooded just figure. Like looking around. We're like, mm-hmm. Jerry, Jerry's admiring his new warts. Nice. <laughs> Benedict is just like looking out the back of the boat yeah. or something. Ilya's looking at her own reflection in her sword. She's like smiling at herself. Uh, and almost the moment that you see this hooded figure and go to say something, uh, it stands up removes its hood in a flourish and this like beautiful blue scarf just comes sailing out as it leaps from the boat like in a lightning flash it's just like and this thing's gone and this um the scarf sails behind it with a laugh and he's like ah ah, classic newcomers to my area boys give it to them and (laughs) there's this um these skiffs come out of the mist and you're maybe expecting like you know, people to raid you or something, but instead what you hear is the playing of bagpipes and it's just like this enormous like cacophony or cacophony of of like rattling noises like off of the different areas of the swamp and the, the trees. And um you would all recognize it as the song that you heard when you first bumped into the other um uh 
brigands, these these bunnies, mm -hmm. when you entered, and they were they were singing like that mm -hmm. chant. And this um, this flourishy one jumps up and uh, starts to sing that very song. I need to find it here. Oh my god, Gavin, you have to sing. You're oh not god. allowed to just read it. You have to sing. I don't like, but it's just the lyrics. I don't know like what the rhythm would be. But anyway, he, he runs away as these bagpipes are playing and he sings, With sticks and stones, we'll break your nose, we'll beat you blind and steal your clothes. But none among us can compare to one wily swift and stand-up hair. Scoff, that's glorious. Thief's notorious. His deeds truly meritorious. With a wink and a grin, he'll show his cunning. A flash of his scarf, he'll take off running. Quick as a bolt, his long scarf trailing. Gasping, grasping, you'll end up flailing. <laughs> you'll pout, you'll moan, you'll huff, you'll sneer. Thanks to Agdon Lonscarf, brigands of Prince Mir. That was awesome! Yeah, Elliot stands up and is applauding. No, the group of you. Ah, it's it's good to have you here. But um, it would seem that you've come across the brigands' hallway, and um, well, sorry to say that uh, a, a robbery is due. And he claps his hands, <laughs> jumps onto one of these causeways, and as these skiffs approach, you notice that there is a few of these brigands per skiff. Three of them jump off and, and start like running along these causeways. Just they seem to know them perfectly. Well, um, the rowers stay on the boats and start moving themselves back. I am going to need the group of you to roll me some initiative. Oh, I totally forgot to make signs for combat this round. Should we Aww. pause and I'll just rip up paper? Quick? Yes, yeah, we can sure. just pause. Yeah. The player, uh, people listening won't even know. Uh, okay, we will BRB. I'm going to make proper stuff right now. Okay, we're back. We ripped up some pieces of paper and put everybody's name on it. Fun. Uh, let me get some combat music just to make this a little more interesting. And can I ask you a question real quick? You may. Um, so you said that we are now in like a, it's like a mud, right? It's not like water. Yeah. We could walk on it if we wanted. Um, sort of. So like the skiffs are sliding across it, uh, but that bog looks really sticky. It's, I'm guessing it's difficult terrain is what you're yes. putting down. Yeah. Got it. Just curious. Um, okay, so for initiative here, we have uh, Ilya's Owl, Briar, as first, Agadon second, Ilya is third, Kicks fourth, Benedis fifth, Jerry six, and the Brigands were, maybe took all that time to climb up on the bridge, are going last. Let's pick it up from there. Uh, Briar is just going to hold the health action, and his, the trigger is going to be when he'll utilize the health action when he sees Ilya to go to attack. Okay, sounds good. Um, Agadon goes, and you see this blue flash of scarf, and just like that tormenting laugh. Not evil, it almost sounds like just boisterous and cocky. It's like, ah, ha, 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 you fools! And you just see it dart across the um, these causeways, and then it just flies at your boat. I need, um, actually, let me just uh, do a quick roll here. Make a dex plus seven. Contested by a character's perception. Who is up at the front? Who's that gold one? That's me. That's you. Um, what's? Uh, I need you to make me a perception check as it he jumps towards your boat. Uh, that's a six minus three. So oh that's gosh. Three. Okay. Uh, yeah. You just feel like <laughs> I'm you, still looking at myself <laughs> in the reflection of my sword. <laughs> you feel the skiff rock a little bit um, as as this uh, bunny hops on it, and before you know it, like you can just feel like something has been lifted from your person. What does Ilya carry? That isn't a weapon. That isn't a weapon? Yeah. Uh, not my fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> well, your fiddle's gone. No! Just, 
you're like, you pat your side, you're like, what the hell? And he's like, aha! And then you see this, like, as he jumps off, this branding iron comes, like, out from his side. Uh And as he holds it, before it wasn't glowing, now it's just like this red hot, you know, like a cattle brander kind of thing. Oh, no. It's just like this bright redness, and he just, like, goes to jab it at you. Oh, Uh, God! um, Let me just do a roll for that. Ooh, not a great roll, but um, uh, 13? 5 and 7 is 13, right? No, that's 12. Yeah, no, my AC is 14. Okay, so he goes to do it, and like you dodge out of the way, probably searching for your fiddle as it jumps <laughs> off. He's like, oh, I'll get you next time. Don't you worry. <laughs> Ilya, you're up. He's so charming. Um, where, so where is he now? Uh, he jumped um, basically back to where he was. Okay, got it. Uh, so I'm going to use a bonus action to dash okay. so I can get up there. Okay, sounds good. Even with difficult terrain, my dashing should be able to get me up there. Yeah. Uh, so you're just like sprinting through the muck. Like <laughs> so as I approach, like to go to attack, that's when Briar's uh, help action would activate. So okay. how I imagine that looks is Briar just kind of dive bombs the rabbit's head to distract him so I can roll with advantage. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Go right. for it. Right. And I'm just going to try and slash at him with my short sword. Briar's trying to go, like go for the big blue scarf. He's like, no. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Ooh, natural 20. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> All right. I love some being damage. rogue. And that means I get to roll double dice for my sneak attack as well. So let's just mm-hmm. remind myself how I do this. Uh, 1d8, 2d8. That's not a d8. Sorry. Uh, 2 d 8 sorry let us see if I remember how to use dice. And then 2d6. So I actually get to roll 4d6. Wow. Critting as a rogue is the fucking bomb diggity. When you get sneak attack, that is. Okay, um, oh, that's not great. So, nine, um, 14, 18, 25, plus five, 30 points of damage to 30 him. 30 points of damage, geez. Uh, <laughs> and what, what is the attack? It was just my short sword. Oh, your short sword? She's just but... gonna run across and like leap at him with Briar distracting him. Yeah. Drive this sword, like taking a big gouge on him. But as he sees you jump at him with the sword, he does like this fancy sort of like faint dodge. Your sword still connects, but mechanically he takes half the damage. Even uh, though I crit? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's what I have, uncanny dodge. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, get a, I get a half the damage. He's a rogue. Um. So what is that, 15? Mm-hmm. You know, I bet you I'd have uncanny dodge if we were allowed to level up. <laughs> bet you that's a level Ooh, four. Ouch. <laughs> He's like, you're a quick one, aren't you? And he jumps away. Um, okay, man, that was a hell of an attack. That like even the 15 did a shit ton of damage to this guy. Yeah. And he's like, even though he jumped away and is cocky, he's got a bit of a whimper in his voice. Uh next up is Kix. Where is he now? Uh well he wouldn't have jumped away, he just oh, used okay. uncan- uncanny dodge to lesser the damage. Um, so Kix is going to move forward as well, and so I can get, what, 30, 30 feet, I think, is what I can Not get. Not a difficult train. Oh. It's half, isn't it? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's half. Uh, so unless you dashed. Wait, how did you attack if you dashed? I was, I'm able to use a bonus action oh, dash t- t- because okay. I'm a rogue. That's one of my cunning actions. So you can jump down off your skiff into the muck and try to run for it, but you, you use dash to get up to them, meaning you've used both of your actions, your move action and your standard action to dash. And is, is our boat moving forward at any point in time? You can move it forward, but you're going to have to take an action to move it, and it's not very fast. Okay. You're yeah. about 25 feet away from them. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, pull up my crossbow. I'm going to fire at uh, at Brigands. Okay. Uh, at, the bu- at the bunny. Uh, okay. Uh, Agadon? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to fire for him. 
uh, at him and see uh, see how that goes. Cool. So that'll be 14 uh, plus 4, so that's 18. Miss. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> was flying by. Okay. Yeah, he's just sort of like jittering on the tip of his toes. He's like, ha-ha, shoot again, I dare you. I could use some bolts. I should catch the next one. <laughs> and so... Um, um, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move our boat forward. Okay, it'll go ten feet with your full move action. Okay, so I'm gonna move that. I'm gonna move everybody forward ten feet. Sounds great. Uh, so Kix is lobbing arrows at this guy. Ilya is trying to hit him with his short showed short short. Benedis, you are on the skiff as preparing as Kix moves you forward. What do you do? Well, Benedis is going to take flight. Oh, nice! <laughs> because oh, yeah, he has wings, and he's gonna fly uh, purple. And he's going to fly over towards the, the group of everybody. Okay. Uh, kind of above, what's his name? Agadon. Okay. And he's going to uh, attempt to cast Fairy Fire at Agadon. <laughs> nice. Okay. And Fairy Fire, if it hits, not only does damage, but also makes him easier to hit. Uh, it gives everyone advantage to, to attack on him. attacks. Nice. Okay. Um, and it does a 20 foot radius. So hopefully it would be all four of those. And maybe uh, the Brigadine guy. Five, 10, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, it'll be everybody there. It will probably also affect me, though. So it's, I, do I roll dex? Yeah, can you choose if it's an enemy or is it everybody in the area? So, but that's fine. Any creature in the area. Okay, so that would affect everybody there, yeah. Yeah, okay. so it is uh, It is a dex saving throw. Okay, so I got to roll for all three of these guys. Let me just look at my stats here. I don't have their dex up. Uh, okay, so Agadon definitely saves. He's like 20-something. Um, actually, I think the brigands may have saved too. Uh, 5, 6, 7, 18. Um, the ones on the boats, the boat fails, though. Uh, this, um, the guy with the crossbow up on the skiff, uh, he only got um, 12. <clears throat> I rolled a non-natural 20, so I assume I Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just the one guy on the boat is now glowing. Does anybody take damage from that stuff? No. No? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so you've moved over them. You've cast this down on them. The one guy seems to affect, be affected. Jerry, you are up. Jerry's going to be uh, using his uh, uh, charm of the monarch flying thing, one, one nice. use of it. Okay, cool. So you can fly for the next <clears throat> hour. And he's going to just hover thereabouts, about 15 feet in front of um, the people on the scaffolding or whatever it's called. Yep. And raise his hand up, and a bubble will appear on his hand, uh, filled with acid, which he will throw at the two bunnies to the right on the skiff. There, okay. On the yeah. or on the uh, uh, on, on the, the causeway. On the causeway. Okay. Because they're uh, within five feet of each other, you can hit them both. They need to make a dex saving throw. Okay, and that's to the brigands. They have. Uh, I'm gonna re-roll this one if that's okay. It was caught. It's even lower than it was before. So one of them fails. We'll say to the one to the west there. Uh, the other succeeds. Uh, so four damage to the one that failed. Nice. Okay. And the other one gets no damage. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you're sending acid down onto this thing. Um, as you are standing there, Ilya, I need you to make me a quick deck saving throw as some of the uh, bridge collapses away. 11. Uh, 11. Sorry, I don't have the stat right in front of me. It should be in my notes. There is a lot like going on in this map, so it's a little tricky. Uh, 11, I think, was... 
probably good. I think I only needed a 10. Let me come back to that in just a second here. Oh. I'm just going to give someone else a turn. Oh, it's the brigands to go. I need to look this up first then. Sorry. Um, we need a musical interlude. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell are my notes on this? Okay, I might. I should to... take a picture of this map and put it on on the Twitters. <laughs> on the should. Twitters? Yeah. You should, yeah. That's how old people say Twitter. Really? The Twitters? The Twitters. Mm. Sounds like twins. Ooh, okay. Actually, no. I need. Uh, I needed a twelve. Uh, you rolled an eleven. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so it collapses out from under you, and you land prone in the muck and are mechanically restrained at this moment. And restrained? Uh, yeah, because the muck is so deep. It's just like you running across it didn't have enough, um, like suction. But now your whole body just like is stuck there. Uh, you on your turn, you can make a strength check to try to break free or get someone else to help you. God so let's just it. move you off the bridge a little bit. Uh, the brigands go to, um, hmm, actually, now that you fell, though, are the two going to attack you? Probably not. I think that they're going to, um, what are they going to do? They're going to fire up at, uh, Benedis and Jerry. I think the one on the boat there is the one manning the skiff is going to fire at Jerry with his light crossbow. Tend to hit and misses. Arrow goes flying by. And then the other two with their slings are going to fire at uh, Benedis. 16 and 18 uh, plus 5, I'm guessing, hits. Um, so some sling rocked come flying up towards Benedis for 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 points of damage. From a sling? Yeah, it says uh, sling, range attack. 14 um, points? Well, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Maybe I counted that too fast. I got 1d4 plus 3 on both of them. I got four, 7 here, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yep. Oh, you got hit by two. Yeah, yeah at the same not time. Not one sling. Not one sling. Oh, so they're just like oh, okay. th th like whipping those up. The um, guy on the <laughs> boat is trying to fire at um, Jerry, but missing. Uh, Benedict has a reaction. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, he's going to cash hellish cash? cast hellish <laughs> rebuke. Sweet. Upon one of those motherfuckers. Yeah, hell yeah. damaged him. Sweet. So that is a deck saving throw. Okay. 15. Against my decks? I don't remember how to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take your time. I'm struggling to find the other thing I was looking for. Um, uh, it's a saving throw for him. So against your... Uh, it would be your attack. Was it, it wouldn't no, it be? Your your spell... Um, your, your spell attack. Spell oh, spell save. Yeah, yeah so... And I think you get a bonus on that, do you not? Or uh, it's a third. My <clears throat> spell save is thirteen. Okay, well I'll keep going. Just let me know what if he fails. So he rolled a fifteen, uh, and then we can uh, come back to that passed. damage. He passed. Oh, he passed. Okay, yeah. so he succeeds. Dodge has the way. I mean, these bunnies are fast, man. They're like on the tips of their toes, jumping around this thing. Wait, still gets half the damage. Oh, he takes half. Nice. Okay, uh, what's half the damage? And it's a three D ten. Holy shit! Three D ten. Isn't a hellish rebuke a ranged attack, not a save? Am I wrong? No. That's what, it, that's what the card says. Read it for us. Ooh. Oh, we've been down this just road. For, just for fun. <laughs> the creature must make a dexterity saving throw. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful. And as a reaction, you can use that. Okay, fair. Huh. Sounds good. It's uh, one of my special things. You said two, 2d10. Uh, oh, but I'm casting it at second level. Oh. Nice. Oh. 
I rolled a zero and an eight and a one, so nine. Holy shit! Wait, no, zero is zero. Zero's a ten. That's zero's a ten. Oh yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Fuck, that guy goes Spicy. down like a sack of potatoes. Mmm, rabbits back on the menu. Fuck, just like booish, just like this engulfed flame of rabbit fur and like roast meat. Um, one of the ones under him there. Just pick one. Yeah, sure. Just pick him off the board. And just like sizzling away, the other ones are like, "Oh my god, Jer- or not Jerry?" Um, <laughs> Jerry's Jer- lips Gary. are Jerry's lips are watering. He sees like he smells the roasted rabbit. Uh, Briar is up. Ilya's okay. pet. All right, you're the DM, so I'm going to ask you if this is going to be an allowable use of the help action. No. Well, let's find out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Could Briar utilize his help action to fly down and hook his talons into the front of my shirt to assist me in getting out of the muck? What I'm looking for is to have advantage on my strength roll. I will allow it, but Briar needs to make a strength check to give you the advantage. That's not how the help action works. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if Briar pulling on you for strength, it's an owl. Mm. So, I have to so, make, so I have to make two strength checks? Well, his is low. I just want to see how well he does. I'll say if he's got a 10 or higher, he can have it. But anything lower than that, your owl's he's, too weak. He's not going to have it. Ten or higher. He has a minus four. To have you ever strength. saw? He's have got a minus four. Break. Yeah, that makes sense. She's an owl. Yeah. Have what? you ever seen Brie roll? <laughs> I God, guarantee you, she rolls okay. four. Prove him wrong. Twenty. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I for that. He fucking Briar pulls you pulls right out. out of the out <laughs> yeah. of the muck. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah! You're on your feet in the muck, and he's currently still flapping to hold you upright. Amazing. I've never heard Bree roll a natural twenty before. I've done two, two tonight. Two no, tonight. I did so one far. last session too. Oh. I think I'm. You know what, Dwayne? Remember how last season you said that it was all because I wasn't believing in myself? I believe in myself this season, and really? my roles have been. <laughs> Better. My roles have been better. It's so great. And the life changes that you're making this year is just fantastic. Honestly, like it's just really like this is like the exuding. year of Brie. She's like a chrysalis. Brie. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. what'd you just say to me? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's Briar's turn. Um, okay, so Agadon leaps uh up towards Benedis there. Uh Benedis, I need you to make me a perception check. Benedis. Nine. Nine. Okay. Um, you are, what is the word? Pilfered for something on your person. What is it? What do you have? I get to decide. That isn't a weapon. Uh, I have all the things that go in a Dungeoneer's pack. Yeah, that's it. No, just joking. <laughs> uh, I have a disguise kit. I have a carnival uniform. Oh, he's definitely taking the carnival uniform. This guy would love that. Okay, so he jumps up and he's like, ha ha, mine! <laughs> Thank you for that. I've always wanted one of these. And he leaps, uh, like he just did this like mid-air, turns towards you, and as he's about to kick off of you mid-air uh, with his big bunny feet, he first like uh, wields this branding iron, which again, just like glows and has this like, like the sizzle as he goes to like jab it directly into your chest. <laughs> For a, ooh, that's probably going to hit. Where is it in front of me? Plus seven. It's like 20-something. Yes. He is going to do, ooh, boy, uh, 11, right? Yeah, 11, 12, 13 points. Oh, boy. Fire damage. And right, right in front of you, the searing pain just, like, burns, and then you just see him, and he's just, like, and you can't see him anymore. He's gone. He's just like, <gasps> but the group of you do still see him. Oh, that's weird, hey? Um, I have one 
Oh my god. One. You have one left. Uh, he jumps off and bounds across the causeway all the way to the other end here. Actually, he might... Yeah. He goes all the way to that last causeway, and he's like, Sorry, my friends, you've officially been branded by Agadon Longscoff. You're welcome. <laughs> I do not like your face. Oh, I love my face. It's beautiful. How could you not like such I'm a wonderful face? I'm going to cut face? it off you and feed it to your friends. <laughs> Ilya, you're up. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm standing now. Yes, you are standing. Briar is still currently holding on to you, flapping like crazy. Amazing. I love my owl. I'm going to climb back onto the bridge. Okay. We'll say that takes uh, 10, 5 to climb up and then 5 to, you cool. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then I'll stab this guy. Unfortunately, I don't get to sneak attack or advantage this time. Briar was busy picking me up. Uh, but that is a um, 18 to hit. Yeah, hit some. Awesome. Unfortunately, Roast some more bunnies. You haven't even touched the guys on the far bridge. They need to get on one of these boats and get over to you guys. Uh, it's not very good. It's seven points of damage to him. Seven points. Like, he temporarily goes down, takes a knee as you hammer this guy with his short sword. Blood flies out onto your boots as he stands up, draws his weapon, nope. leans in to attack you next. I'm going to bonus action disengage from him. Okay. I want to use the rest of my movement mm -hmm. to get, uh, I get over that gap. Uh, you can, but you have to jump for it. Um, so I need an athletics check. I know there's rules in players that something about a running jump and distance, but I like performance checks more or athletics checks more. I just need a twelve. Natural one. Wow. Okay. Oh. What, what, did I, what was I just <laughs> wow. saying about my? You forgot to be confident. No um, longer a chrysalis. <laughs> so now you're face down, back in the mud. Alias. Can't get out of Restrained again. God damn. It. Amazing. I've never seen anybody do that before. <laughs> this is amazing. The best thing is that gap is like four feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on. just stepped over it. Mm. Uh, Kix, you just see your sister not only take... Well, I mean, she's killing a bunch of people, but taking a beating too, and uh, has is just covered in muck at this point. What do you do? Um, for a move action, I'm going to move the boat another 10 feet forward. Okay. We'll just say it's up to the thing for the length of the boat. Okay, and then I'm going to take a shot at uh, with my crossbow at... Um, at our, our, our uh, little scarfed friend there. Uh, the one way in the back? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can probably hit him. It's You have 80 range on that, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, so that'd be 12 plus 4, 16. Yes. Goes overside. You're going to have to do better than my, my, that, my friends. You're dealing with Agadon Longscarf here. Snatch this very scarf out of the lightning in the sky. Sounds fake. <laughs> You're <me>. fake. <laughs> Uh, so you've made your move action. You still can move some more. Um, uh, oh, wait, no. The To move the skip 10 feet, you're right. Takes your full move action. You've made your move. Okay. Benedis, you are up. Benedis is casting Armor of Agathis upon himself. Sounds sweet. Uh, protective magical force surrounds you, manifesting as a special frost, spectral frost that covers you and your gear. You gain 10 temporary hit points for one hour. Nice. If a creature hits you with a melee attack while you have these points, the creature takes 10 hit points cold damage. Wow. Oh. Sweet. I shouldn't okay. have told you that part, though. No, no, that's fine. I know what the guys were going to do. That one on the boat was still planning to shoot at you. Um, so, okay, great. Benedis is doing that. Do you want to take a move action? Um, no, but could I? Uh, I do. Dwayne says I do. Oh. <laughs> um, 
Can I... Um, While you're I... doing that, I forgot to show you a picture. I, I've been trying to show the players the pictures from the book as we go. Uh, of, this one's of Agadon jumping around. I feel like it's appropriate now that you know what the branding iron looks like. Don't swipe the pictures because I have more on my phone. I won't swipe. Oh, I've seen that one on the internet. So good. Um, um, we got Jerry coming up next. Ben but, uh, what can, was your move? Can Benedict just... Uh, uh, I don't think I need to move... Uh, but I would like to drink a potion. Can I do that? Oh, yeah, for your move action, no problem. Okay, I'm going to do that, and it's one of the unknown potions that Jerry gave me, so hopefully it doesn't kill me. It's poison. Okay. <laughs> did you roll to see what it's it was, Jerry? Jerry? Yeah, yes. sorry, Jerry's awesome. rolling him. Uh, so do you want me to, to read it? Yeah, yeah, okay. let's hear it. So you rolled, you're looking in your book. It was a potion of boldness. The, oh. dr the drinker can roll a d4 and add the number to... A number roll to every attack roll and saving throw they make for the next minute. Holy shit, so nice. 10 rounds. So you get to add this to everything? So for I roll the next it now, and then it's a bonus that I add on every attack. No, no, every yeah. time you roll, you add a default. Oh, oh, okay. oh okay. Oh, nice. I thought it was a consistent night. Man, that's a hell yeah. of a... That's like uh, the Bard's um, Bardic Inspiration, but longer, because it's only for like one round, isn't it? Anyways, um, mm -hmm. sweet. Jerry, you are up. Jerry will point at Benedus. Benedus. Are you okay? And flick out some light across, it fires across him for a uh, um, healing word. <clears throat> Sweet. So. Nice. I love how dark and like moody it is in here. And then all of a sudden there's just like this shatter of like bright lightning. It's just like. <laughs> but like Jerry's sitting there. He doesn't have wings normally, but he's got like these gorgeous butterfly wings right now. Yeah. He's, got his, he's got his big gum boots on. He's just like floating. All, all the warts. Yeah. All the warts. All the warts. He is the monarch of the festival. <laughs> it's like these beautiful wings coming out of this warded green hobgoblin. Um, sorry, I'm not very good at this. I only got, gave you five. You gave me five? Five, uh, five hit points. That's nice. Good. Okay, cool. <clears throat> uh, does Ben or Jerry want to make a move action? Oh, sorry, six. Actually, six. Math is bad. Um, hmm. Does Jerry want to make a move action? Yeah, I think Jerry's going to float over hereabouts. Okay, sounds good. So closer to the three on the other causeway that haven't been really in the battle. Okay. Um, yeah. Very good. Yeah, I was thinking <clears throat> those guys need to do something instead of just standing around. Um, I just made myself cannon fodder, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> So the it's up the brigands are up the one all the uh, ones on the causeways but also the little boats the one on the far boat there on the one skiff is going to use his crossbow aim it at Benedis and go to attack. Do it. Uh, probably a miss six plus a something five eleven to hit. Nope. Poop. Poopies. Uh, the other is going to jump onto the skiff that uh, Kix is on and go to hit him with his club. How dare you try to jump on my causeway and kill my brothers and sisters? Natural 20. Wow. Yeah, oh, it's a mess. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Dwayne actually has an AC of 3,000. Mm -hmm. uh, so I roll 1d4 plus 2, but I'm doubling that because of the crit. A 1 and a 4, so 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 points of bludgeoning damage as he comes in, jumps down onto the skiff, and hammers you with it. Uh, can you move him up onto the skiff for me there, our fake uh, skiff that is an eraser right now? Uh, Ow. The others see Jerry fly close to their causeway, and they're like, finally, some action. Drop their club. Well, not drop their clubs. Sling their clubs. Take out their sling. <laughs> Slings. Sling I feel like I just made like a really bad tactical move. As soon as I move there, I'm like, why am I And doing they just this? start whipping these things and hailing them up at you. All three of them go to attack. Oh my God. Uh, Jerry with their slings. 
Um, oh, natural one, a three, and an 11. Only one of them hits. Uh, we'll deal with a natural one in just a second here. Uh, the one is going to hit you for... I have a AC, but they get a bonus right now. They're going to hit you for five points of bludgeoning damage as it smacks you in the side of the head with a, ro a rock. The one that goes to swing is closest to the tree stump there, rolls a natural one. He's like ready to show up his buddy. He's like, come on, guys. Well, let me show you something and goes to whip it so hard he steps too far forward, lands flat prone in the muck, much like Ilya is right now and is technically restrained. The last one on the skiff also goes to fire at Jerry because he's the only one that they can see. Another natural one. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know if he'll fall off because he's on a skiff. I feel like his gun jams and he's going to have to try to unjam it on his next round. So he goes to fire and it's like, kick, kick, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Two yeah. natural ones. Excellent. For their move action though, um, the one, the boats are going to come closer in and the uh, one guy that is closest to the tree stump is going to start scaling it and trying to get on top of it. Uh, the red guy on the causeway. There you go. Yep. And then the other is going to run closer to the stump. Yep, he goes running across the causeway, jumps with very little issue because he's a bunny and uh, makes it across. So that's it. Briar is up. Ilya's owl. Briar is going to hold the health action with the trigger being Ilya attacking someone. Nice. Okay. Is that allowed? Yep, that is cool. definitely allowed. That's Briar's turn. Oh, yeah. Ag I always am <laughs> expecting Ilya to go right after. Agadon is... What is he going to do? Um, let me just quickly look at his stats thing here. He's quite far away. He is, but uh, he moves a far ways. Does he? <laughs> yep. Um, he's actually going to... Oh, man. He's a bit of a douche. He's going to jump on top of Ilya. <laughs> Rude. As she is currently restrained, pushing her further into the muck. You like that, don't you? A bit of a mud bath. From what I saw, you could use one. Oh, God. Um, I need you to make a, a perception check. Um, you might actually succeed on this one. Uh, I have um, 13. What am I doing? Perception. Uh, perception. <laughs> op opposed to my dex. Uh it's a five. A five? Wow. Okay, what else do you have on your person that he steals? Um, I've got two daggers. I've got a performing costume. I've got a burglar's pack. Uh, he'll take the burglar's pack. Rude. I can always use more of these. Not that I need it. <laughs> oh, one more thing before I leave you. And he draws his iron. And uh, because you're prone, he gets advantage. And you just hear this hiss of this thing. Sorry about this, young lady. He's so polite as a dick, eh? Oh, God. Uh, seven, no, no, no. 17 yeah. to hit, though. Yeah, that hits. Uh, ooh, 9, 10, 11 points of damage. But because uh, of his hit, he gets to make, or your current um, situation, he gets to make a follow-up attack with his dagger. 20-something uh, yeah, to hit. Uh, he does an additional uh, six points of piercing damage as his dagger rakes you when he jumps away. As you turn to look at him, you see the scarf just sort of like, and he's gone. You can't see him. Poof, out of thin air. Disappears. Sorry about that, young lady. You bitch. And he's up on the far end of the um, stump there. Ilya, if you're still alive. Fuck off. <laughs> um, can I? 
Am I able to do anything while I'm restrained, or do I need uh, to get out of here before I do anything? You're restrained, so like I think if you know spells, you can do that. But at like but a I, range, I couldn't drink a potion. <laughs> I think you could. You're lying down. Or well, hold on. Let me look at restrained. I feel the I, that's probably I feel like stretching. And yeah, it sounds like you're basically tied up. Yeah, I feel like you're tied no, up. But let's just give me two seconds. Here. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Restrained. Just googling it. Thank you, D and D Beyond, for being so fast. Uh, I'll just read the specifics. A restrained creature speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on deck saving throws. It does not say anything else. So I'm going to rule that you can do stuff. Okay. I'm going to drink my potion of advantage, which I I can't remember why. I I think I won that in the snail race. Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, I don't know what it does. Let's just quickly look that up. Uh, I'm assuming it gives me advantage. Oh, uh, the snail potion of advantage? I can yeah. look that up real quick, too, if you want. Uh, you drink the potion. Sorry. Having this. You gain advantage on one ability check. Oh, God. It's not very good, is it? Only one? For the next hour. One for the whole hour? Yeah, it says when you drink this potion, you gain advantage on an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw of your choice that you make within the next hour. <sighs> Seems like kind of a waste. Um, I was kind of hoping I was going to get advantage for the next little while. That's fine. I will use that now to try and give me advantage to get out of this map. Okay, I need a strength check. Cool. 12. With advantage, you're still stuck in there. I got a one and a three. Oh, no. At least I didn't, at least least it wasn't a natural one. God, I fucking jinxed it earlier when I said I'm on a roll. Son of a gun. God, yeah. So totally jinxed it. Are we sure, though, that a four doesn't get me out of there? (laughs) Are we sure? Pretty sure. God damn it. All right, I'm just just in the mud. I may stretch it for a ten, but uh, no. (laughs) Uh, Ilya is done. She currently looks like she's drowning in muck. Kicks. What do you do? Um, so I've got a guy in front of me. Is that correct? Correct. He's sitting on the edge of your boat, your skiff. He just clobbered you with his club. Hey, Kix is gonna grab. A, he's gonna grab his um his quarterstaff. Okay. And he is gonna knock this guy. He's gonna baseball swing at this guy and see if he can put him in the in the mud. Nice. I like it. Okay. Uh, so fourteen. Uh, to hit, let me look at the stat of that guy. Hits. Uh, five. I'm going to give him a deck save to see if he falls or not. Uh, five plus two, so six is what he's going to take damage. Six points of damage? Wait. Yep. Uh, that was the one. On the sh- boat with me. Yeah, someone shot at him. Ilya, no. Jerry hit that guy. Yeah. Uh, six, hold on. I think this may take him down. He does. He goes down. Okay. Uh, he drops into the muck below, failing his... Well, he succeeded on the deck save, but then dies uh, <laughs> and <laughs> falls into the muck below anyways. So I'm going to jump up on the walkway, okay. and I'm going to assist uh, Ilya at the end of the uh, walkway Okay. Uh, with my hand down reaching for her. Sounds and, good. And calling up to her. Uh, as you come to the edge of the uh, causeway there where it's broken, I need you to make a deck save. <laughs> We're going to be both on the fucking muck together, man. So... Uh, 13. Saves. Okay, so you're reaching down to help her, uh, but you've already made an attack and a move. You'll have to wait to your next round to help her up. Okay. He runs by the guy on the skiff. Does that guy get an opportunity attack? Um, he's kind of, Well, he's on the causeway. Are those actually five feet from each other? I don't think so. I feel like it would be a five-foot gap in between. You know what I mean? Because he's on a skiff. Yeah. Well, actually, no. He could be at the edge of the skiff, and he did come right to it as if he's going to jump down. 
Yeah, I'll give him an attack of opportunity. Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to be real. It's, it's fair. It's fair. Wow. I mean, that is what he's trying to do. 17 to hit. TPK. Um, he doesn't have... He's been shooting you at range, though. His melee is not great. Um, one point of damage. Manages you to catch, catch you with his little club. You know, eh. A little bit of game honesty for one point of damage. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks is like, he goes down. <laughs> Kicks looks, at, looks back at Jerry and like, why, why, why don't you be quiet, Jerry? <laughs> Mind your business, Jerry. No, this, Jerry. this wasn't I was Jerry. Sneaking. Oh, sneaking. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just oh, was trying to be yeah. fair. <laughs> ben Adis. Uh, ben Adis is going to fly down at this man on the boat in front of him, and okay. he's going to attack him with an Eldritch Blast. Sweet. I love Ooh. it. He must make a dex. And isn't he, isn't he the one that is glowing with the fairy fire? Yes. Seven. So I don't know what that means because I have because that because um fairy fire I have advantage. Well, I guess there's no advantage on it. Uh, saving throw. No, you, no, there isn't. You failed um, anyway. I, I failed seven. Okay. Too so busy wielding is... his club at kicks. Three d ten. Oh, you scared me. You're on my skiff. What are you doing with that? Don't you dare! I hit you for 10 points, plus 5 more points, 15 points. I blow up your face. Uh, you do blow up his face. He's fucking <laughs> dead. Uh, he just, like, explodes off the back of the boat, and a puff of um, rabbit foot fluff comes flittering around I you. Always like the smell of burning rabbit, huh? How dare you! Those are my friends, and my companions, and my servants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of those. <laughs> And my lovers? And, well, you know what they say about rabbits. <laughs> Jerry, you're up. Um, so Jerry's got a bunny face down in the mud below him. Yes. He's going to take out his crossbow nice. and say, ah. <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> his, his butterfly wings flitter a little faster. Uh, 17 hits. That definitely hits. Nine points of damage. That is just enough to take that guy out. You put a bolt directly <laughs> into his back as he falls into the muck and just, and you can just see the muck kind of like consumes him. <laughs> Jerry's going to go, ah, again, and <laughs> fly kind of over here beside this skiff. Nice. Over. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So you're next to the other skiff, uh, further away from all of your companions. The brigands get their turn. The one that you fly close to sees you coming for him, and he fires his crossbow directly at you. Or a Didn't he have to spend his turn unclogging his gun? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Good remember. Uh, nice work. I'm going to re-roll, Bree. Um, <laughs> what is it to uh, fix a gun? There is a stat in there. I think it's it's not much. I think it's like 10. Are you guys cool? 10 to fix yeah. his gun? Okay. Mm-hmm. Depends what you roll. Uh, 7 plus deck. I do. He's got a plus 5. Uh, okay, so he unclogs his gun and then goes to fire at Jerry. Uh what is it? 15 to hit. That hits. Nice. Okay. Um, I know I had my stats in front of you, but I've got too much shit going on. I can't keep track of it. Um, he does. Wait. I was hitting people with the wrong damage with the crossbow before. It was. Oh, I was hitting bad. you with less. I'm supposed to use a D8. Oh, let's go back I to the a, D6. <laughs> I rolled a one. Uh, one plus three. Four points of piercing damage as one hits you into your side there, Benedis. You mean Jerry? Wait, Jerry? We? Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> I mean Jerry. Uh, the other standing, the two of them actually there, I think are going to continue to sling. Yeah, they're the ones running across the causeway. They turn towards Jerry. How dare you shoot our friend as he's in the muck? Both miss. 
uh, these rocks come flying past you. You're probably getting better at seeing them now as opposed to a crossbow bolt. Jerry's uh, probably really bad at flying, so they missed because he's like, he's he's like, like rocking it. <laughs> he's <laughs> never had butterfly weights before. Oh, God. Uh, the other comes running across the causeway towards Benedis as he saw him down one of his friends that was uh, manning that one boat, leaps onto it, and goes to slam him with one of his clubs. I'll show you a thing or two about... Fighting? You think you can hit me? <laughs> Go ahead. Give it to Shut. Uh, with his club is a 13 to hit. Oh, that's too bad you miss. Uh, it's because I had to jump on this stupid skiff. Hold it still, would you? <laughs> uh, that's the brigand's end of turn. Briar is up. He did show us a thing or two about fighting, didn't he? Uh, Briar's, Briar's just still, he's holding that help action. He's like, when's she going to get the fuck out of the yeah, butt? Yeah, seriously. Briar's rolling his eyes. He's like, come on, bitch. Uh, yeah, that's Briar's turn. He's holding that help action. Um, Agadon seeing um, mm. the one bunny go down and then the other trying to fight Benedis. I think he's going to, I feel bad that he's picking on Benedis, but he's doing a decent amount of damage to these guys. He's going to leap over there. That's you again, you funny little rabbit man. Let me show you a thing or two. Uh, I need you to make an opposed check of perception. What are you going to show me? How much of a coward you are? <laughs> I am no coward. I'm in your face and you don't even know it. Uh, roll a 12. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, I need something else off of your person. Oh, God. Never... I give him my knife in his fist. No. <laughs> um... Sky's kit. A rucksack that produces one potato per day. Sure, yeah, you'll just take your rucksack. Aha, what are you going to eat now? <laughs> Can't grow much of a mustache without your potatoes, can I'm you? I'm going to eat your face and your friend's faces and all of their legs and your children, too. Uh, he goes to hit you with the branding iron, succeeds. Uh, Ouch. Four, five, six, seven, eight... Eight points. Oh, of that's fire nice. Damage. You take back ten points of cold damage. You stupid rabbit. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Ten points. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Man. Okay. So like he gets shocked with this cold. Actually, like jumps back a little bit. Lands on the causeway. Falls to his knees for just a moment, out of breath, and is like you can see him look around in a panic, and then leaps back uh, all the way across on to the far causeway that nobody has been on yet. What was his damage on me? Uh, yeah. uh, eight. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. You good, Benedict? Um, Not bad. Not great. Agadon leaps away, steals this potato sack, makes his damage. That is it for um, his attack. Ilya, you are up. Okay, so kicks his hand out to me. Can I, like, grab his hand and try and use that to pull myself up? Uh, Yes. Um, So normally, if someone's helping you you get advantage, but if the person being helped is before the turn before the person helping them, how does that work? I actually don't know. But but he he helped he helped last last turn. turn. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Wait, but you had used your move action to attack and then get over there, so you're only just getting up to her. Yeah. I I think it's. Oh, it's I, too don't, much. Okay. I don't think it works. Um. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll just say if you're going to use that on your move action this coming turn. Yep. Uh, we'll say that that we'll just rule that that's fine then. Yeah, he'll just stay there. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Sweet. Uh, so you'll still have a standard action. I, I don't know. We're just going to rule with that, and you can roll with advantage. <laughs> I just want to get out of this mud. Uh, okay, okay, okay. 
Uh, that's a, uh, what is that, strength check I'm doing? Yeah, strength. 18. You are up, no problem. All right. You stand up, turn around, face full of mud, kicks with a grin, I'm sure. Ilya just like, with her muddy hands, just like squeezes his face for a minute. She's like, oh, brother of the year. Uh, and I would like to bonus action dash. Okay. Okay, if I run through the mud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, because you have to scale it. How it's, much of a scale is It's that? 10 feet up. Okay, so... If you're dashing, you should be able to get up there. I have 60 feet right now. Yeah. We're just counting out on the map. 20, yeah. 25, 30, 35, 40, 35, 50. Oh, shit! Oh, how did you catch up to me? You were just in the... Mu- Wait. You can't see him. I can't? No, remember? He branded he, you. He branded well, you. Bet it is! <laughs> No, but Benedict didn't attack him. It was a reaction. Wait, well, uh, knowing that, I will go over here and say that. Okay. Uh, you jump up onto the large uh, tree stump platform type thing. Yeah. Can okay. I actually get um, Nike? Yes, you can get up to him. Well, I want to. I kind of almost want to get in between those two. Uh, I can't. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 45. No. You'd be on him for 60, the first guy. Actually, it's probably not a good idea for me to do that. do anyways. All right. Now, is Briar still able to help me? He's yes, he hasn't done anything his health yet. Action? Okay, yeah. awesome. Ooh, everyone's helping me. All right, let's go. Try and stab him. Um, that is a um, uh, 18 to hit. That definitely hits. And then I do get sneak attack because Briar is helping me. Uh, this me. guy on there has already been injured. Reese uh, dice another one. Uh, okay, so that is nine, uh, 13 points of damage to He him. goes down. What does that look like? Uh, I just, I just, in the throat. Just <laughs> yeah, like, run him through, kick him off. Yeah, exactly. And just, and just back smile down into the at the next one. I feel like you're throwing all of them into the mud just to get back. Oh, those. 100%. Like, you like the muck. <laughs> uh, okay, Kicks, you're up. Uh, Kicks is going to load uh, load his uh, crossbow again and okay. see if he can hit uh, Adonis. Ad- Adonis? Agadon? Uh, Agadon. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't see him because you have a 10-foot um, thing in front of you, the the stump. Like, on the map, we're looking down oh, at it. Oh, okay. But that, that's quite tall. You can hit the one that's harrying uh, Benedict. Yes, you can. The okay. one right behind yep. you on Benedict's boat. Yep. I'll shoot it. I'll shoot at him. Actually, you know what? Um... Yeah, okay. I, I, well, because I can't move, right? So I got I to gotta yeah. shoot my crossbow. Uh, so that would be uh, 15 on the dice, plus 4, so that's 19. That hits. This guy's taking damage, too. And that's 4, plus 2 is 6. Uh, that guy goes down as well. Jeez. <laughs> How dare you? I was joking before, but now, okay, stop killing all of my minions. <laughs> You're next. Ah, you wish. Uh, Benedis. <laughs> Benedis is going to uh, take flight again and head over towards that last dude walkway. Okay, the last uh, one. I don't know if I can get all that way over, but uh, 30 feet-ish. Well, it doesn't matter. Somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, you're, you're pretty close. And uh, we'll cast an Eldritch Blast at him. Okay, and he has to make uh, a deck save? No, that's an attack roll. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, 20. Uh, hits. This guy is undamaged. For 11. <laughs> he goes down. <laughs> <laughs> Eldritch Blast. More bunny furs. Boof. The last one in the skiff is starting to like look around. And he's like, uh, Agadon. 
<clears throat> Don't worry, I will help you. Uh, Jerry, or that was Benedict's turn. Jerry, so, last one other than Agadon, who you can still see. Yeah, Jerry sees the man on the skiff, the bunny on the skiff below him, but realizing that uh, Agadon is the threat, yeah. holds up his hand, uh, greenish um, energy pops out of his hand, flying towards Agadon. Nice. Oh, towards Agadon. Yep. Mm. For 20. To hit? Hits? Yep. Um, so that's Ray of Sickness. Ooh, shit. So, 2d8 damage. So that's 16 damage. Oh, no! Nice. Roll. <laughs> and he has to make a constitution saving throw. <clears throat> 11. Fails. No! Oh, Jerry! Jerry! So Jerry. he is now poisoned until the end of his next turn. Holy shit! He falls down, hits the muck, his scarf trailing with him for just a moment, manages to pull himself up, barely jumps back onto the causeway, and takes a knee and just starts blubbering. He's like, enough, enough, not my dear scarf, not my pet, not my, I didn't mean to say peasants. I loved them, but not not the rest of my crew. I, I give up, and he throws down his his weapons. Please, no more. You, you've bested Agadon Longscarf. I, I am at your mercy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jerry. <laughs> Oh, that, uh, I feel that, wait, wait, that's a break right there. (laughs) Hey everybody, we're back from snack break and we had just finished combat. Ooh, Agadon takes a knee on the, uh, causeway that you have all been fighting on after Jerry. (laughs) So, uh, amazingly attacks him. It's like, oh, okay, okay. (laughs) That was great. That was clutch. Oh, Jerry. Uh, so, yeah, you guys can... You're out of combat, technically. The one other um, rabbit brigands that was on the skiff, I think probably maybe sails either towards uh, Agadon or, or just sort of, like, stays there kind of out of the way. Like, he, he's clearly disarmed, not doing anything. Um, the group of you can take your time to make your way to Agadon. He's not moving. And I mean, unless you tell him to. <clears throat> And I guess we'll probably surround him. So it's yep. only Kix and I that can see him, right? Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, everybody else can hear him, uh, yeah. but only Kix and Jerry would be able to see him because he was, uh, Ilya and Benedis were branded by him, which uh, makes him turn invisible by those that were branded. Hmm. Uh, Kix will move over and he will he will tie up the bunny. The okay. You can tie up Agadon? Yeah. Kix, get my stuff back. Is, is this necessary? Come on, Agadon Longscarf at your service here, please. Uh, clearly, we picked the wrong fight. Maybe we can we can come to some sort of agreement. Yes, we'll we'll get there. I'm scared on what that means. <laughs> you should be. And so he'll he'll time he'll time up and maybe maybe like take take his scarf, take his what else is branding iron. Uh, do you take his scarf off? Yeah. Uh, as you try to, you can't. You find. Yes. Uh, well, something about that. It's um, a bit of a curse, actually, and uh, can't be removed, as it were. All right. Um, can I? Can I? Uh, can I wrap it around his mouth, like just kind of? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, oh, you don't. <laughs> 
That's better. <laughs> I got a long scarf. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit silent until we. Uh... Did you get our friend's things back? Uh oh. And so yeah, he'll pat him down. He'll pat him down and take back all the all the gear. Nice. Uh, let me just bring up a stat table for you as you do that. Uh, he'll put it. He'll start throwing it up on the log on top. You see all those things come back. Uh, as you collect uh, all of their stuff, so you guys get it back. Give me three rolls with a D one hundred. There. Mm. Um, kicks. Three rolls with a D one hundred. Okay. Yep. Yeah, the percentile die and the D ten. You need some. That was a D ten. If we want to speed it up, you other guys. Um, how mm. about how about um, Jerry and Ilya rolls it as well. If you're uh, cool with that, fifty-three. Uh, fifty-three. Well, this is a long table. Fifty-three. You find a smoke pipe pipe made from a tree root, as well as eighty-six. Eighty-six. Um, tiny unfurnished dollhouse sized for a pixie child. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I, this guy's picks up weird shit. That's uh, for your inventory. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Uh. You also find an opalescent, opalescent conch, 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 conch. opalescent conch. conch shell that laughs when you hold it to your ear. <laughs> I'm gonna say it sounds <laughs> like Agadon. <laughs> <laughs> Agadon Longscoff. <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> Benedict is just flying in circles around them, trying to figure out what everyone's doing because he can't see this, Mr. Agadon. Oh, right. And this bunny on the skiff that's left is surrendered. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of like on the skiff on his knees or, or, or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Clearly clearly disarmed and surrendered. Well, what do we want to do with this bad bunny? Skin him? Eat him? Cook him? <laughs> These bunnies are kind of big for eating. Mm. We could question him about the hag. Find out where they are? Well, doesn't he kind of work for them? Or her? Is that what we learned from Jingle Jangle? Let me just check my notes. <laughs> Isn't that something that we... Goes through uh, her rucksack. Yeah, hmm. Right? I feel like um, uh, Ilya and Benedict would would know that they're questioning Agadon because you'd hear his voice yeah. all gathered around there. We so know, like, like, the you're all, you're all kind of You can stand around <clears throat> him, but you just don't see him. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's ask him about he knows what the heck. So he'll untie his mouth and just ask him about... What, what do you know about the hag that lives in this area? Of Lorna. Above Lorna, Blightstraw, yes. Well, he waves a scarf. Somewhat related to that is, is this thing here. It was actually mine and something I had used to, uh, to my advantage over the years. But um, Bavlorna is the one of the, uh, the hags that has taken over Prismere that actually freed me from the that wretched, what does she call herself, Zibilna that's... Uh, supposedly runs this this Feywild area. Doesn't so much like Agadon Longscarf and my my antics. So what did she do? She cursed me so that my scarf could not come off, and uh, pinned my scarf to a sapling tree with some sort of magic nail and caused that tree to grow up into the sky. And there I sat for a long time. And That's... after Zabilna was overtaken by this hourglass coven. Uh, Bavlona Blightstraw took pity on me, brought me down, removed the nail, and made an agreement with me. And that was, I could have my scarf back, 
as long as I continue to rob those within the Feywild in, in Hither here, as and I would have to give her my most prized possession from each raid. Everything else I can keep for myself. Hmm. I'm going to pull out the, um, my notes, but the, uh, the, uh, like, emotion gourd. I'm not going to open it. Okay. Obviously, I'm just pulling it out, and I'm going to look in the general direction where I'm pretty sure he is yeah, and yeah. be like, yeah, what's with this whole, uh, feelings pumpkin? Yes, well, uh, another thing that she had given to me and I had uh, given to some of my leaders, uh, Yebek is the last leader that was in possession of that. Something that uh, Bevlona wanted, it was uh, people's emotions or, or feelings. Um, I'm not sure what she's collecting them for, but she does collect things other than trinkets, of course, whether it be uh, love or, or an ability to do something or an emotion. Mm. Yes, that's why we are here. You're here for emotions. To get back our things that she already stole. I see. Well, she stole from me, other hags, they steal from my friends. Mm-hmm. Well, you are in the right place for that. I'm... Well, I don't know if I'm sorry that they stole from you. I steal from people all the time. But you are in the right place. That is a horrible thing to do, huh? Yeah, survival of the, the fastest, the kind it seems of to thing be in, that in People Hitler. will often kill for. You know, if you steal something from them, then they kill you. You seem to be in a position right now that's not so favorable. Also, uh, it's it, against the rule of three. That's right. This is your land. Yes, well... The way I look at it is that it was um, under Zabilna's rule. Not exactly one I need to follow anymore, now is it? Well. Agadon Longscarf makes his own rules when Zabilna's not around. But I do find myself in a bit of a um, vulnerable position. You make a good point, my mustached friend. Um, perhaps there's something I can help you with. It seems you're after Bevlona. Maybe I, I could take you there. I, of course, know her. Can you uh, guarantee us some sort of safe passage? Uh, yes, of course, because you've killed every one of my <laughs> Oh, yes, the crew. other day, or maybe that was today earlier. I don't remember, but we kill a bunch more, too. Yeah, we're super good at it. Yeah, these uh, rabbit guys are big and fast, but they're pretty uh, weak. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're a bit maybe stronger, but most of them are pretty... Yeah, not much. Pretty not, much. Uh, yeah. okay. not impressive. Well, no, all right. I trained them myself, but... Um, oh, you should yeah. work on that. Maybe hire out someone else to do that. Yeah. Mm. Well, how long is it to get to see her? Uh, well, we'll have to go to a place called Downfall, which is a a collection of uh, bullywug settlements, uh, frog folk. And um, they uh, essentially house her there. We'll have, we'll have to visit their settlements, and I'll in- make an introduction there, and they'll be able to connect you with Bevlona. There is... You're going to have to go through a bit of their... They're an odd folk. It's a lot of, um, you know, pompous courtiership and and everything is very fancy and, and over the top. It's exhausting. Mm. But this is the only way to see Bevlona. And I'm I'm happy to take you there. Safe passage, I can assure you. Is there somewhere we can camp uh, on the way? Well, there was that hotel that that woman yeah. told us about. Oh. It just shows up Sue sometimes. Har- Sue Harabax. I could use... I could use a sleep. I'm a little tired. Yeah, we could um, we could find the the shambling uh, inn, of course. Or I mean, within this um, this large stump here is is our uh, burrow, and you, I would say oh. that you're you're welcome to stay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. do you have any bugs in there or anything I could eat? Um, mostly trinkets and and whatnot. I'm oh. not sure anything's at. Oh, actually, no. Uh, my really well. Uh, uh, 
Trained workers returned with many truffles just the other day, a bag of them even. Truffles. Oh. Oh. Um, mm. Yeah, okay, we can have a sleepover. You, you have to stay tight. You have <laughs> yeah, to stay tied you're going to stay tied up. I think and actually. Your friend on the skiff, is, too. You, yeah. This is more like an occupation. Like, we're taking over your hideout. Yes. I see. The same way you are trying to take over this land. Hmm. Yep. So now you can see what it feels like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I suppose Agadon Longscoff deserves such things. Um, I don't have much of a choice, do you? I, I, I can't convince you otherwise. Uh, all the trinkets you would like, and um, I could I could teach you how to uh, pilfer and. Uh, you don't want rob- your stolen okay. property. All right. Well, I kind of I do a little bit want those uh, the trinkets. Well, we do have to go into the burrow, and oh. uh, you are going to have to untie me for that just momentarily. I, you can disarm me if you need, but also, there is only one way to get in. Can you make it so I can see you again? This is kind of strange talking to nothing. Mm. Um, I think if. It doesn't oh, say it that for in rules. Hour. 24 was, hours? 24 hours. No. I, I'll say that, like, I don't mm. know. He He's the one that I uses the branding iron. Like, I don't see why not. Yeah. yeah. Wait, if I use it on him. <laughs> Can he see himself? Uh, yeah, let's let's just say he, like, he's like, very well, claps his hands, and you can see him. Oh, actually, one more question. before, Or when we go to down uh, downtown, down the... Downfall. Down, downfall, yes. Can you show us the person called uh, Clipper Claw? Ooh. Oh, Clipper Claw. I have. You know that person? I, I've seen him before. A, a very short, odd looking fellow. He's bulbous, kind of a squash looking head, scarecrow type thing. Big claws. Can't miss him. But if you're in Downfall, you will find him. I'm okay. not sure I need to introduce you to him. Is this also where your mother lives in Downfall? What did you say to me? Where your mother lives in Downfall? <laughs> I think we should go talk to her. Uh, no. No, no. My mother also doesn't live in this area of the Feywild. I escaped uh, from that domain of the Feywild to Prismere some time ago. Agadon Longscoff plows his own way. Well, maybe before we leave, you will tell me where I can find her. In case I run into her, I want to tell her some things about you. He's going to fuck your mom. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? Uh, <laughs> And then, and then we're all gonna fuck her. <laughs> this is, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm, I won't do that. What sort no, of realm this, are you people yeah. from? I, well, they're, they're rabbits, so they would probably like that. Uh. But uh, <laughs> for I, me, that's not what I was thinking. That's definitely not what I was thinking. No, no I, I would. I wouldn't do anything to your vibe. mom. Sometimes when she gets uh, riled up and violent, it makes her think about those things more than us. See. <laughs> well, tie me up in a safe corner, at the very least. <laughs> Could be a long night for you, eh? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, if you will, though, I can show you in. I just needed to untie me momentarily. Okay, let's go. I don't feel great about this, just so you know. It feels like a pretty unsafe idea, but... Uh, do you untie him? Of course. Okay, uh, he takes the branding iron off his back, which starts glowing as soon as he interacts with it, uh, and puts it in a slot in the tree, which uh, interacts with it and, and opens up into Wait, like a little... Then the tree can't see him. Uh, and it opens up into like a really nice um, interior uh, burrow with like you know sleeping quarters like a nice warm fire burning Mm. um, and just like an absolute pile of trinkets just like little bits of gold there's bits of food including the um, uh, what are those called truffles Truffles, uh, that they stole from Jingle Jangle uh, among other things right Um, I guess your home is my home uh, you're welcome to settle here. Am I welcome to settle here? You should probably get tied back up. 
Uh, yes, of course, if that's necessary. We'll long be with your friend. Right. Maybe together. Well, I... You I, tie him up, Jerry. Come on, go I, ahead. Tie I him up, Jerry. You remember I... I don't. Why? Oh right, he doesn't know how to tie knots. Well, that was kind I, of mean that there, Ilya. I, I'm I sorry. Feel, yeah. I oh. forgot. I forgot. Hix is gonna tie. He's <sighs> gonna tie uh, his hands behind his back. Okay. Um, and then he's gonna take the scarf and he's gonna wrap the conch of laughing to his ear, <laughs> so he has to listen to himself <laughs> laugh. Initially, he's like, "Ha ha! Hey, get on. Okay. <laughs> All right." <clears throat> Well, that is some sick torture. He's gonna wake up peculiar. That's for sure. <laughs> is there uh, like like furniture and stuff around, yeah, yeah. or is this just like a dirt tunnel? No, no. It's there's there's like bedding and stuff, but it is all just like sort of one big room. No. Um, Benedict was just thinking of how he could make the place a bit more safe, like pushing putting a bunch of stuff in front of the door and. Oh, for sure. Just yeah, so no could, one else like, comes in while they're trying to sleep. I mean, there was a lot of uh, bunnies that you guys had fought. Uh, you don't need that many beds, so you could probably pile up stuff. Cool. Cool. I realized that I forgot about my exhaustion during that fight. There was a lot of times when I should oh. be rolling at disadvantage for getting out of that muck. I'm sorry. I oh, forgot. Well. That's all right. I actually gave you guys a break, too. I forgot to read in the stat that they have, uh, what is it called? I was just looking at it. Pack tactics. Oh, yeah. Which means if they're within five feet of each other, they get yeah. a roll advantage on yeah. attacks. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. And we were it like, it was getting out, dicey. Though, it was getting because dicey. we didn't <clears throat> get to level up, so That's I think right. it balances True. out. See? There we go. Training wheels. Um... Cool. So you guys all have a long rest. Uh, Egadon and his uh, fellow uh, brigand there are tied up in the corner. And uh, yeah, you have a long rest. So unless anybody wants to do anything specific, the night goes uh, off without a hitch. You woke up, wake up in a nice warm burrow full of, uh, you know, just trinkets and a, a nice Jerry, crackling um, fire. Jerry spends some time and makes another potion. Okay. And it says, Kicks, I, I haven't given you one yet. Do you want... Do you want one? A potion? Yeah. I don't know what it does, but if you drink it, you would know. Okay. You don't have to drink it. <laughs> sure, you could drink sure. it sometime, like now or another day, next year, anytime you like. Okay. I had one in the middle of that fight. It was very nice. I felt a good charge from it. Did it taste like raspberries? Did it? I'm uh, asking you. Uh, I don't recall in the moment, but mm. I was tasting a lot of my own blood through the back of my throat and... Oh. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just nice. It was a buzz. Right. Okay. Mm. Um. So I'll, I'll take the potion and can I put my finger mm. in it and taste it and <laughs> see if I see if I. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you do it. if you do a simple taste, you can identify one. So I guess that means you roll on your table. Oh, uh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's in the rules. That's, yeah. Uh, I've never read the rules. <laughs> and the other. Wow. Well, yeah. like, well, well, like D&D is just a game that you play with your heart. You yeah. Know? It is. That's mostly what I I'm, do. I'm more of like a vibe kind of player. You know, I'm like really technical. And, and so I'm just wondering if, if like, with that conch in his ear, yeah. um, will that uh, also leave him exhausted? 100%. Oh, I yeah, need to actually, roll. Actually, oh, would, yes, you That would leave him insane. Am I, I rolling like. a constitution <laughs> save? Uh, yes. Let me look at what it is. I do have notes on that. So you have a potion of swiftness, Ooh. which increases your walking speed by 10, 10 feet for one hour. Jolly, yesterday in that fight, you did really good again. This is something that you are good at. Oh, thanks. I don't. Where did you learn that from? Um, 
Well, twelve, 12 wisdom save. I've rolled a sixteen. I don't okay. know. Nice. So do I lose exhaustion or do I just stay at the same <laughs> level of exhaustion? Uh, let me just look it up. You don't know like it's no, something it you're takes, just born uh, with? It <laughs> takes uh, how many days? So we say five because we rolled a D8. Uh, so you just have to deal with it until it goes away entirely. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> at least it didn't get worse. Yeah, true. Um, okay. Uh, he is uh, also exhausted. Um, didn't sleep a wink like the bunny's just got, or Agadon's got huge bags under his eyes. And he's like, ah, Agadon long cigar. Agadon long cigar. Oh, Jesus. You see, there's like, oh no, that's dark. I was just going to say, there was like the, the bunny that he was tied to is like actually, like he's like eating part of his face. And oh God. Oh, <laughs> just not, you know, like bunnies like yeah. gnawing stuff when they're, when they're nervous. Good God. Wow. No, he didn't do that. That's dark. There's lots of eaten carrots. He had a dream about that he did yeah, that. Yeah, it is face. He's like, ah! <laughs> uh, so what? We're just going to... Um... We should probably untie him so that he can bring us um, to that place. Yeah, yeah. the city. A downfall is where we need to go. Did, oh. you, did you want that off your ear? Ah, yes, thanks. Please, God. I, I wasn't going to... I was just asking. No, I I don't know if I can take you the right direction. I'm going to get all turned around if I... I don't know how to untie knots either. I don't know how to... Untie knots. Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake, Ilya. Unties <laughs> him and... Oh, thank you. Punch. I feel like he just, like, collapses to the ground and just, like, enjoys it for a minute. He just lies there still. Probably snores for, like, <laughs> for, like a minute. Oh, yeah. time, time to go. Oh, we gotta go. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, there's no conscience. That's fine. Okay. Well, uh, we'll uh, procure one of my procure procure procure. We will get one of my boats ready. Parkour. <laughs> Parkour. Uh, so he heads out uh, into the swamp way. New day. Uh, still quite foggy in here, but you guys do eventually uh, get settled up with one of the larger skiffs. Um, he packs like a, a little bit of stuff. It is a bit of a, a trip and he heads out Northwest. Um, like I said, it's probably going to take you the majority of the day, uh, mm-hmm. to go there. And as you're traveling, you realize that, uh, the water just gets deeper and deeper and deeper here. Not, not a whole lot deeper, but it doesn't sink anymore. There's no more muck. It's just like swamp water. That's at least, you know, 10 to 20 feet deep. Um, hence the boat. Does anybody talk about anything or interact or, or, or do anything for this entire day of rowing? I want to ask, uh, I'll, I'll talk to Agadon, I guess. Sure. Um, hey, uh, Agadon. Agadon Longscoff. Uh, yes, that's right. That's you. Uh, I was wondering a little bit about, um, you know, this whole hag situation and the Bilna and, you know, Bavorna. I don't know. What, do you, what can you tell us about all that well, shenanigans? Like I said, Zabilna um, was, is a rightful ruler of Prismere, created this realm, and was overthrown by the, the Hourglass Coven, one of which the hags, uh, there's three of them, one of which is Bevlorna, the other ones I've come to forgot their names, something Nightshade and, um, and, and, and something else. I can't recall the name just now, I'll have to think about it, but the three of them worked together and uh, used one of her cauldrons as a, um, a way to freeze time in her... Her castle, the the Palace of Hot's Desire, is what it is called, up to the north there. Currently, very hard to access. It seems to be shrouded in some sort of 
magic fog. I have tried to penetrate it, but every time I do, I seem to end up in some odd place random from when I entered. So if I go into the fog, I'll just show up maybe 30 feet further down from the fog instead of going through it. I just It's like it turns me around. Okay. Um... But um, Bavlorna is the one in, in downfall here, and um, yeah, it, I'm not sure what else you would, you would like to know about her. She's a wicked woman, but does like to make a, a deal. Not uh, not quick to anger, anger, I'll say that. She's quite quite a conniving thing, more than myself, even. Mm. But um, if you strike a deal with her, I'm sure she'd be willing to return your friend's whatever he lost. Mm. You know anything about an alicorn? An alicorn? Um, yes, actually. There is one... Where did I see that? Um, I believe that was in um, Thither. You're currently in Hither, if you didn't know. There's three different realms, the hags. Uh, Bevlorna runs Hither and the other hags. Let me think here for just a minute as the DM looks up the actual names of these <laughs> women. Um, where am I at? Carnival, character, stories. Uh, it's under characters. Uh, the others are... Oh, uh, the other names are Endolin Moongrave and uh, Skabatha Nightshades. Um, I can't recall which one is in Thither, but I do remember seeing something there. It was a... What, what was it? A rocking horse that had been turned into... Or it was um, a rocking horse that had been uh, cursed by one of those hags and it had originally been a, a unicorn. Well, all an alicorn is is a unicorn with wings. Oh, so an al- so this rocking horse was an alicorn. Yes, uh, she removed the alicorn's horn, removing its magic. Oh. Yes. Okay. And the hag removed it. That's right. Really is frantically writing down <laughs> the little notepad. Yeah, he's he's just sort of like rowing as you you talk. Seems a little cru- crucial. Yeah. It's cruel. It both cruel and crucial. 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 Yeah. Well, she made a lovely um, rocking horse, I must say. I have seen it. Yeah, but why a rocking horse when you can have an alicorn? Fair enough. I'm actually not entirely sure. I've never interacted with a hag of thither. You know, why would why does a hag want with all this stuff? Oh, they use it for different purposes. I mean, the sisters all hate each other. They're, they're, they're um, relatives, right? The, the sisters, um, mm-hmm. Endolin and Skabatha and... Um, Bevlana all despise each other, but would never say that to each other's faces. It's always behind each other's backs and turning on each other. Mm. But why do they want one thing? Ah, why does any? Why do I collect anything? Why does anybody want anything? Well, I don't know. Why do you want anything? Why do you take all the stuff? Oh well, uh, for two reasons: to resell for food, mm. um, and because I have an agreement with Bevlana that I have to return it to them. So, I mean, that's my reason. Yeah, sure. I mostly just take stuff because I think it's pretty. I think that's mostly Bevlona's problem. I've mm-hmm. been in her cottage once or twice, and it is full of garbage. Mm. I wouldn't tell her it's garbage, though. Oh, better not. Hmm. Well, what do we think's the play here, gang? I mean, are we just going to walk up and knock on her door, and we're just going to say, hey, Oath, give us our stuff back? Yeah, this is something that we don't really understand too well about. Can you tell us maybe, uh, like, is she going to be very violent and angry to see us? 
she's no. someone we could have a conversation with and or just be scared that she's just going to kill us in one second. Uh, I don't... Uh, unless you attack her first, I, she won't be quick to attack, no. Um, like I said, Bavlona is a tricky woman. Powerful, I will say that. But... Um, quicker to make a deal. Uh, she, she's a smart woman and has always had to get what she wants. Uh, not afraid to kill things, I will say that, but um, more inclined to curse them when they're not looking. And by me not looking, not behind their back, but thinking they're making a, a good deal when really they're not. So theoretically, we could trade for what we lost, but we might not get the deal that we hope. We might end up losing more than we try to get back. Can we just say please? We well, can try that. We try. She may do it in exchange for something that you either bring to her or do True for her. True love's kiss. Uh, have you... <laughs> Maybe she'll... He ask. kind of throws up in his mouth a bit. <laughs> you know, just wait till you meet Bevlona. Oh, you don't think she has true love? Uh, but I, I will say that walking up to her doorstep and knocking isn't exactly going to happen. As I said before, you're going to have to... Um, uh, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Appease the um, soggy courts, which is the bullywugs that that inhabit the area, and they allow you to meet with Bevlona. That's that's the nature of um, them running downfall. I sometimes eat frogs. Uh, well, these are larger frogs with spears. So, well, luckily we have you here to guide us through this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I can take you to the soggy court. Uh, they, however, will not let me in. But once you are there, they will more than happily guide you to Bevlona. Okay, maybe. I can take you that far. Yeah, sure. Are we there soon? Or? Yeah, oh yeah, we can be. I thought we were just there. Jerry was asking again. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, um, almost there, yes. We have maybe another three or four hours. Oh. Hey, this would be a great chance for everyone to meet my little friend. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, what? Hang it on, Logscop. <laughs> uh, but I'm just going to take the 10 minutes to cast his find familiar. And oh, nice. Azor, his little copper-colored dragon, is going to show up. Oh. oh. And, uh, everybody, this is Azor. Hi. Oh, Hi, Azor. Wow. What a lovely little creature. Briar's going to flap down and, like, kind of tilt his head from side to side looking at the dragon. <laughs> Yes, he will be along for the voyage. Uh, well, not the voyage. Well, I guess we're on the boat, so I guess it is a voyage, but he'll come and join us from time to time. What's his name? Azor. Is he like Is he like your best friend? Uh, well, it's kind of not real. It kind of is real, so I don't really... Uh, I guess we have like a friendly bond, but... But not your best friend. No, he's not my okay. best friend. <laughs> oh, I... Are we choosing best friends right now? Uh, well, you know... I choose Jerry. What? What? Uh, well, you're my sister. Well, there's Sisters always Agadon Longscoff. <laughs> <clears throat> no one's going to be your best friend, Agadon. It was worth a try. <laughs> oh. oh, I thought that. I really thought the kicks was going to be a shoe in for my best friend. <laughs> maybe I'm have to choose Agadon. Maybe it's like the eggs and you guys actually ate each other, but just don't say it to each other. No. no Never we, know. They ate each other. <clears throat> ate? That's what it said. Like you, like you said, the eggs ate each other. The eggs ate each other. That's <laughs> what I said. Well, I'm sure they've done that in the past. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they get up to on the holidays, but. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> we don't hate each other. We. Oh, hate each other. Love each other. 
you know. Yeah. Yes. You don't wait. You don't have any siblings. Uh, no, I told you before. I have forty-two. Oh yeah. Yeah, I hate several of them. Yeah. Well, but... we. I only have one, so I can't really pick and choose. Well, one that we know of. Yes. You know, our dads. So maybe kind of a dog. it's your best sibling then, instead of your best friend. Oh yeah. I never thought of it like that. I don't think I've really ever had any other friends besides Kick. So this is like a whole new oh, opportunity. That's, that's crushingly sad. No, it's normal. <laughs> I think lots of people are only friends with their twin sibling, right? No. Right? No. Well, you Actually, have other friends? Of course. Why wouldn't I have other friends? How did you guys find out that you're twins? Well, just look at us. <laughs> well, uh, uh... our moms were pregnant at the same time, so we were just always together. <laughs> okay, so who told you about the definition of twin? Well... I know traditionally twins are in the same mom, but we were born on the same day, and oh, we had the same, same dad. dad. So when we be twins, but we were pretty oh, much that's... born under the same roof like too. Af -af same mi si same midwife and everything, birthed both of us. You know, I feel like wow, this, I, I you're maybe changing here. my opinion here. That has probably happened in history. Like that's probably it's happened, happened, right? Hundred percent, it has yeah. to have happened. I don't, it's, it's... I'm gonna I'm gonna be on Wikipedia when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like That's a thing. it's normal. <laughs> okay, I'll yeah. give it to you. At first, I thought that was <laughs> a pretty weird idea, but I guess it's kind of like twins. And our moms are best friends too, just like we are. <laughs> oh, this means your dad is not a very great person, eh? Oh no, no. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, who don't know? I don't really remember. Like we've had good memories. Yeah. He, he gave us a doll. Yeah, he gave us a doll. Yeah. This is why we're chasing the doll, because it's from your dad? Oh, yeah. 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 What else do we have to remember him by? I don't know. That's a good point. We've mm. got a few good memories. Well, remember one or two. Playing catch and bouncing me on his knee. and. Yeah, every now and again, until he left the dog. The do yeah. But, you know, that's so is the life of a performer. You know, you come and you go. Yes. Right? Yes. You can't rely on anyone. Yourself and your best friend twin. Best brother. Best brother. Right. I almost cried there for a second. Oh, don't. Very touching, wasn't it? That's nice. Yeah. Well, this has been titillizing conversation, <laughs> but I'm glad to say we're almost there. <laughs> um, mind your uh, equipment and stuff. It's a bit rocky coming into the um, the bay here. Radio uh, takes out his. Um, uh, big rowing stick and uh, pulls you guys in and you go through this uh, winding channel. I am going to draw sort of the map that you are coming up to. So I think I will pause for just a moment. Those who are listening, we will be back in literally a second. Okay, we're back. Um, radio. So yeah, you're, you're pulling up through this uh, channel and I will read some of the flavor text from the book here. The thick fog hangs heavy in the air obscuring the area around you so that the world appears to have shrunk to only 20 feet in all directions. Before you, the waterway widens and the current slows, giving the impression that you have entered a lake. Croaking voices penetrate the fog through which dark shapes appear, resolving into two rowboats. Manning the oars of each rowboat are two bullywugs, frog-like feet people. Uh, as these bullywugs approach, um, you can tell they are quite nonchalant, almost vacation-y looking. Oh. 
You know what I mean? They're just sort of like relaxed. I feel like one is just sort of like half laid back, like feet in the air, like or like kind of like cocked as they're you know half laid. fanny packs and Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> <laughs> totally, exactly. Uh, well, actually, what they are wearing is. Imagine like you're at like a very fancy ball and you got like the puffy shoulders mm-hmm. and like the ringed Ooh. neck and mm-hmm. stuff. It's v- overdone, but all of them are really like dirty and like drabby and like covered in a little bit of moss and stuff. Um, but as they approach, they kind of make like this croaking like or whatever um, and say something in Sylvan. Does anybody understand Sylvan? Mm. No. People from the Feywild. Oh, I do. Benedis, you would understand them to be saying, ah, welcome to Downfall, travelers, and one bows. Right. Well, this is where I leave you. Um, perhaps I'll drop you off on the bank here, if that's all right with the group of you. It would seem that uh, part of the soggy court is aware that you're here. Uh, and he pulls up the boat. If you wouldn't mind. Be well. Oh, yes, well. Right, don't rob everything. people. It's not nice. Yeah, you might want to take some time and consider what you're actually doing with your life because I don't think that you're living up to probably what your mother thought of you. You're probably right. And now that I have no crew, I'm not sure what else I will do. You could get a part-time job. Hey, is there some way that we can get the scarf off you? Like uh, if we talk to one of the eggs and see if we can maybe roll that into the deal? Would you like that? Um, well, uh, the, the scarf is what gives me my power, but with the ability to remove it, I can't see it being uh, a bad thing. So, uh, yes, having that curse removed, I would appreciate You would like to keep the scarf, but be able to put it off or on yourself. Correct. Okay, we'll see what we can do. If well, you, thank you. Probably if you cut off his head, then the scarf would come off. Oh, yeah. I've thought about it several times on the boat ride. Oh, uh, I don't think you should do it. I'm just saying that's prob- it probably would work. I mean, if you, well, you could try if you want, but I don't think it's nice. Look, um, here, take this. And he pulls out, it kind of looks like a dog whistle almost, uh, and hands it to Benedis. Normally my crew carry this, but, um. Oh, is this to call your mom? No, it's to call me. Look, the group of you have been far too kind, considering what we tried to do with you. Um, if you find that you might be in need of help from, uh, Agadon, I can show up. In a pretty short order when you call that. As long as you're within hither here. It won't work in other realms. Not in but, hither. Um, yes. Thither and yon is out of uh, out of um, reach. But anyway, I shall be off. Uh, thank you again. Bye. And he, Bye, he pushes on. off. Tell your mom we say hi. I get on long scarf. Uh, the bullywugs approach the four of them after saying welcome to downfall travelers. Benedict, you understand them. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Benedict would say back, uh, uh, thank you for greeting us here, and uh, we're hoping we could have uh, have a meeting with uh, Bavlorna. Oh, yes, of course. No problem. Uh, how rude of us, and this group of them, like, all, like, shuffle to the end and make, like, these croaking noises and duff off their stuff and all stand up very straight and, and start, like, introducing themselves, but all you hear is just, like, a bunch of croaking and whatnot. Um uh, what you will need to do is um, speak with the king, actually. Uh, you may speak with the king if you head off in, the, in that direction there, over towards the, um, the large balloon. And, is um, this the king of your people or the king of the whole land? Oh, no, no. Well, <laughs> no, king of the soggy court. Um, Golop, king Golop the 19th. King Golop the 19th. Yes, yes. Uh, a great king and um, definitely worth your time to meet. Does I don't. He... I notice your friends here aren't um, 
speaking with us at all. Do they not speak um, very uh, well? No, they are from the, the plane where we come from, where this language is not heard. I know it because of my family heritage. Oh, I see. Um, and he kind of clears his throat and then starts bro- talking in broken common. Um, so now everybody else can understand. Um, my mistake. Uh, I hope you'll accept my apologies and, and bows. Welcome to the soggy courts. Um, yes, uh, my friend here tells me you're looking to speak with Bevlona. You'll need to first speak with our king, King Golup the 19th. Who were the first 18? Ah, uh, well, um, not important. They've all been overthrown and, um, their heads stick on, uh, stuck on spikes. Rightfully so. That's not, that's not very nice. Well, for a, um, a poorly run monarch, king, yes. Yes, it is right. Mm-hmm. And they were all called King Golup. No, no, no. Before yeah. then was some others that I... Their names it's aren't important anymore. Dangerous to be a king here. Yeah. Ah, uh, actually, well, um, what was one of them? Um, Afgunk uh, from the Croaking Sage. Oh, I think was one of the guy. first ones. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go to the balloon then. Radio. Um, yes, if you just make up your way there, any of the any other members of the Soggy Court would be more than happy to help you in finding the king. But do make haste. He will want to speak with you. Any visitors here? Uh, so you guys make your way past uh, the um, docks there and head towards that ballooned thing. Looming above a ramshackle wooden pier is a balloon anchored by four thick ropes tied around wooden posts driven deep into the mire. The balloon's bladder expands and sags at irregular intervals as swamp gas fills it briefly before leaking out through various tears in its patchwork fabric. A bullywug stands near the top of a ladder and is using a long silver needle and a spool of cat gut to sew it up, sew it up one of the openings. A second bullywug stands at the foot of the ladder to steady it. Huddled nearby are three giant frogs whose long tongues snap up passing insects that are buzzing around. Oh, this looks so delicious. Oh, no. And they start speaking in uh, Sylvan again, which um, Benedict would understand. Uh, which is just, you, you started us. What can we do for you? Uh, we're looking to talk to the 19 king. Oh, King Gullop, and they both bow, uh, the one almost falling off of the thing. Yes, um, you're on the right path, um, just across the stone walkway there. Watch your step, and um, up along the path to the east, and you shall find him. Like, how far is this? Uh, just up the path. You're okay, almost there. Okay, okay. Uh, does this balloon look familiar? Like, does it look like the other balloon that we saw? It looks exactly like the one that uh, had ripped up uh, mm-hmm. that Sir Televar mm-hmm. and... Um, the Honorable Wigglewog mm, right. had escaped with. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I'll just relay that to uh, what he said to uh, my friends, and I guess we'll head that way. If everyone wants to. Yeah. Uh, so you guys cross past there. You go past the balloon, recognizing it, that uh, you've seen something like this before, and um, come across this large stream. So now, like, this is, again, part of this lake, and there's just a, a pile of five rocks there. I only drew four, my bad. Um, and uh, it reads, a, bo- a row of boulders spaced two feet apart breach the surface of the lake to form a walking path across a 40-foot wide waterway. Yeah, which... Can we go across? Should we go across? Yes, so. This... Mm-hmm. You think? 
Yeah, quick kicks will try to acrobatically jump from one to the next to the next to the next. Okay, sure. Um, as you run across and step on the middle stone, the fifth one, uh, it sort of like shifts underneath you and uh, says, How dare you, you rude creature! And it spins around and it's like this ugly stone creature. Oh. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of it. I think you uh, owe me an apology for such actions. Well, I didn't even know you were here. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a boulder. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like With a boulder a... creature. Very yeah. grumpy one. Oh, it... Didn't even know I was here. How dare you? Oh, you're, uh, you're can... right in the in the line of all these other boulders. How how would it, how would I know that you're here? I, I look totally different to these things. Uh, I need you to give me a quick charisma check. Uh, so it'll be twelve and then. Uh, 12 and 2. 14? 14. Nice. Okay. <sighs> Can't believe it. You're clearly not from here, speaking to me in common anyway. No, I'm not from here. You really think I look like the other stones? Well, when you're underwater, for sure. Well, nice-looking stones there. I can see how you'd be confused. Very well. Do not step on me again. Okay. Can, can I step on you? No. I was just asking first. I didn't mean anything. Well, thank you for asking. It's much uh, more polite than your friend over here who just unwillingly steps or willingly steps on unsuspecting creatures like myself. How dare you? I believe in consent. Good. Well, (laughs) welcome to the soggy courts to you, my friend. Sorry about your face. Uh, It's nice, right? You see that? Look, I got warps even behind my ears. Hmm. Yeah. He, like, throws up rocks in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Gravel. Yeah. Ilya seeing Kix go acrobatically, but also seeing him get chewed out by the boulder guy. Mm -hmm. She's going to try and go acrobatically. She's going to try and do, like, a little, like, flip over the boulder guy. Like, a little, like, jump and, like, a... Nice. I love it. The Uh, one-up kicks and also two. Give me a uh, athletics or performance, you decide. Find out which one's better. Except for it's going to be a disadvantage because I'm exhausted. I'm going to need, a, let's say, a 13. Um, oh, I've got a 13 exactly. Wow, okay, nice. Um, you spring over this guy uh, and land on the other rock. Not not quite as nice as it would. Sort of like, yeah, a little unbalanced. Just about clipped him as he's still standing. Uh, but you do, uh, you stick the landing. Really sticks her tongue out at kicks and then just gets, prances the rest of the way across. Very nice. Jerry's gonna go halfway across and look up at this uh, rock creature. And, and what do you want? Just hold it on his hand. Can you help me? I won't step on you, but you could help me to the next stone if you're a nice rock person. Uh, make me a charisma check <laughs> <laughs> or persuasion. <laughs> Pathetic check. Yeah. Make a Jerry check. <laughs> Uh, 18. 18, wow. Yeah. Ugh, hobgoblins. You ought to help them with everything. <laughs> he just, like, picks <laughs> you up like a child 18. and, like, turns around slowly and puts you on the other rock. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> Benedict just flutters over and gives him nice. a little mustache twirl as he goes by. Oh, I think you're better than me with your wings, <laughs> do you? Oh, well, I'm a rock, and that's tough. <laughs> 
Maybe you need to continue your nap, huh? I shall. I was trying to, Antonio. Your friend rudely awoke me. He is very sorry. Why, we... why would you be at the end of the rocks? Yeah, well, like, I was sense. in the middle. I'm not at the end. Well, why would you be in the middle? I thought it was a safe spot. But it's not. It's just like in the row of the rocks. It's just like there's somehow, like, you want attention. Maybe he feel like that's his friends. Oh, that people come and walk on his head and then he can No, the, bitch these them, other bitch rocks are his is friends. What, is, that what, is that what this is about? Maybe you just, you, he gets you off on it. I do not. How dare you? <laughs> okay, if you do. Do you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I'm. This conversation is over. <laughs> That's not over. It's just begun. <laughs> he like stands in the middle like, of the he rocks. He submerges like back into <laughs> the water. Tell you, all freaks here in the Feywild. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, Kix puts his foot. Up, but he puts the foot back on his head just to just to kind of let sink him in just a little bit more. <laughs> you do not. I do. Oh my god! I need you to make me a dexterity check. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that would be uh, six. Mm, not good. Whatever it is. Uh, eight. Eight. His isn't great either. Oh, sixteen. Uh, as you do that. He, uh, his like one of his big claw or, or his big um, hands, rock hands, spins around, grabs you, and whips you into the water. Um, and it's just like this murky splash, like just this muck. But as that happens, uh, everybody else that's on land would see two shadowy figures start swimming below. Oh. And he says, <laughs> Now you've done it. Ooh. Um, <laughs> not a thing you'd love to hear the DM say. <laughs> um, plus six, seventeen, and what was the other fifteen? I'm guessing both those hit, like a twenty-one yeah. and a, a seventeen. Yeah. So <laughs> these two things like come flying, or, like swirling around in the water, uh, and go to attack you with a surprise attack. Um, one hits you with a harpoon. Four, <laughs> one wow. d six, or oh, it's plus six to hit. Sorry, oh, that was the hit. Sorry, it's two d six. Uh, oh, it's still six plus four, so nine points of piercing damage. <laughs> then goes to claw you. Oh, that was the second roll. Goes to claw you. Uh, two d four, four and a two is six, seven, eight, nine, ten points of Oof. slashing damage Oof. as you get clawed in there. <laughs> in the, uh, as you as you're being pulled under this water, not not deep, um, and then the other comes leaping out of the water, so everybody else sees, and it's like this um like really greenish, murky looking like mermaid folk thing almost. It's got like this like big um, mohawk like uh, fin, and leaps out and goes to like pummel you into the ground. It makes an attack as well. They both make two attacks. <laughs> oh, both those hit. Uh, <laughs> You you succeeded on the charisma check and got past him. That's all I needed. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven points of piercing damage. Wow. And then the last is it claws you as it passes. Or it it, it tries. Oh no, both of those hit. Uh, so then this one is a 2d4 plus four. 2d4 plus four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine points. There's no way you're still. Standing. There's no way you're standing. Not standing. <laughs> it's not standing. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the what was the last damage on that? Nine, nine. <laughs> nine and nine? No, just nine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you just so- got <laughs> 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 
for touching your toe on a rock. Like, he's I'm just floating. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, uh, totally crap. What was ha- what was that? Uh, I, I'm sorry, sir. Our friend, he sometimes uh, is a little bit cocky, maybe, and um, well serves if, him right. We, could we just get him out of the water and and try yes, and by all means, hop right him. in there and pick him out. I don't want to hop in there. I saw those two things. Well, you better find a fishing rod or something. Sir, I'm asking if you can help. Ilya's You're already... Ilya's going to just jump into the water and try and get y- kicks y- out of there. Uh, you can make me a quick persuasion check, but it's going to be need to be decently high. I'm going to say 15. 15. Wow. Okay, nice. So just as Ilya is trying to jump in, he's like, if he touches me one more time... I will personally <laughs> make sure he does not touch you. I he will like, cut off his feet if he thinks about it. <laughs> he grabs you, uh, not gently. I feel like he does another point of like crushing damage as he just like pulls, you know, whatever. You don't have to mark it, but pulls you to the shore's edge and just like throws him onto the bank. Ilya will there. use her healing hands immediately to bring you up to three hit points. What's wrong with you, <laughs> Kick? What the hell was that idea? Well, I, I was just making sure that that was the rock that we didn't want to step on. <laughs> I think he made it pretty clear before that. Maybe sometimes your temper takes over a little bit. Well, I, I, you know, I mean, why would he? Why would he be there? It doesn't make any sense that he'd be in the middle of the thing. I, I think, like I said, he's it was a rock. Like, I think it's where he lives. Yeah, well, why would he like, expect that he would be somewhere else if he doesn't want to be stepped on? I mean, regardless, that's not really your decision for him. But well, I, I know I, I you. I think you maybe learned a bit of a lesson there. You, you got, uh, yeah, you got you know, fucking whapped. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson is I should have clomped him one more time. Oh, no. Jerry will um, also heal you for eight more points. Nice. Well, thank you, Jerry. It's no problem. You shouldn't step on the rock, people. That's not this. I don't think that worked out well for you. You know, Jerry, I think you're right. Thank yeah. you. For, thank you. Thank you for telling me that. Okay. Uh, so you guys continue up the path, uh, and just off in the distance, um, I'm not gonna draw. Just off in the distance, it, it kind of like picks up into a bit of a slope into like a hill, a high ground, and um, there's kind of half hanging over on uh, over the water on stilts, but partially on land as well, is um, this large building, like a wooden building. And as you approach it, this wooden structure, uh, like I said, stands on stilts above the lake. It's topped by a steep, con- uh, steep conical roof made of thatch and smoke curls up from a hole in its apex. Its windows are completely blacked out, and the air carries the smell of uh, burned wood. A clothesline attached to one corner of the building, its exterior is hung with a variety of frayed patchwork garments. Maybe we should have a bit of a talk before we go to the door? Should we burn the building down? Uh, no, because I oh. would like to get my writing back. Well, this is just the Frog King. I don't know. Maybe she's in there. He said it's a cabin with feet, right? With cabin with legs. Oh, does it have legs? Uh, it just well, I mean, you can give me like a intelligence check. It just looks like um stilts to you. Thirteen. Yeah, it just looks like stilts in the water. It doesn't look like legs. I don't think we could just go knock. It's it's. I was just, just a bit nervous. If this is her place, then it's my only chance. Are there any windows? Um. Sure. Yeah. You want me to have a little sneaky peek using Briar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Sure. Okay. I'll uh, I'll hold someone's hand and I'll look through Briar's eyes and I'll try and fly up to the window. 
Cool. Um, yeah, you fly up. It's kind of a high up window, sort of like a skylight. Mm. And all you see inside is a bunch of like burning debris, like smoldering, not not engulfed in flames. And a, a bullywug, dre fancily dressed, but um, has a uh, um, a leather smock, like an apron on. And he, he's running around with like this bucket of water, trying to like douse what looks like little em em uh, embers of flames, like just sort of like sparking up around in there. I'll pop back into my own body. Yeah, it looks like there's like a fancy man, a fa fancy frog in there, and he's got like okay. a fiery situation going on. He's throwing water on some embers. I don't know if he's had some sort of fire accident oh. or what. So it's just the king's place. Uh, maybe he didn't really look like a king. It he didn't look like a hag. It didn't look like a hag. Okay, well then let's let's go. I was just I saw it on the stilts. I thought maybe that's legs, and I just want to make sure that we have a chance to make a plan. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. Then maybe we can help them. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so you go into the building. Uh, this room is a charred mess. Heavy, heavy smoke hangs over scattered piles of burned and broken shelves intermixed with whatever those shelves contained. Wisps of smoke snake into the air from several spots where smoldering wreckage threatens to ignite. A distressed bullywug in a leather smock scurries around the room with a bucket of water whose content spills out over the sides in his haste. Uh, as you guys enter, he would see you and be like, oh, uh, thank God, please grab a bucket. I, I need the group of you to help me. We need to put these flames out before they spark up again. And he's like, he's like swearing in bullywug, which, um, uh, Benedict would understand, but I don't think anybody else would. He uh, wants us to, to help as quick as we can help him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. All right, where's the buckets? Cool. Yeah. Uh, so the only thing essentially remaining in the room is a, a workbench that is kind of like propped up in the back and it's full of, of buckets. Uh, all with water, and that's what he's been running to and trying to, like, douse these things. Um, it says mechanically we got to do it in, like, turn order um, for uh, initiative. So let's just do a quick initiative roll, but we're going to do the simple initiative. Sure. Natural 20. Wow, okay. So we'll just start, unless anybody else has a natural 20. Okay, we'll start with uh, Jerry and go counterclockwise, or sorry, clockwise. Um, so what these are, as you look around the room, is it's sort of like these coal-looking things, like stones, um, coals, but they seem to like move and, and, and interact and are almost like trying to um, dodge away from this bullywug trying to put them out. Oh. And they like roll out of the way and then like bury themselves into the wood floor and just like, <laughs> and then it's like starts to ember and like ignite uh, part of the floor there and he turns around and splashes more water on that. Uh, and there's um, how many of these do you see in the room? Uh, I think it's five. Oh, sorry, six. So I pour a bucket on one. Cool. Uh, so essentially what you need to do is make me an attack roll with uh, dexterity. 13. 13, nice. Uh, I think that's a hit. Let me just check. Where's the stat on them? I see everything else on them. Where's my do stat? Do you get proficiency too? Uh, sure, we'll do proficiency just because it's a, oh. an attack. Uh, so that's 15 then. 15. I think that hit. Let's just say... Let's just say it's 13. I remember it being low. I can't find it on this page. It's, it's like a wall of text I'm looking at. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's say let's say fourteen's good. Okay. Um, for now, I feel like that's reasonable. I'm just gonna write it down. Okay, so you managed to hit it with the water. Um, give me a d6 roll. One. One point of water damage to one of these things, which like fizzles and pops and, and hisses at you. And like, you can tell it's sort of um, alive, like it's a creature of some sort and, and just rolls out of the way. Benedict. 
Is there any? There's nothing left in this room that looks <clears throat> important that we should try to protect necessarily. Not anything more than no, nothing obvious. Other than like the main building then structure. Whatever one's closest, Benedict will just attack with water. Okay. Uh. uh oh. It's ten. Ten uh, to hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your water like splashes over one, totally missing it, and it just sort of like rolls out of the way. Uh, so now there's a bunch of them, and. Not a bunch of them. There was six before, but they actually are irritated with a group of you and go to retaliate. Um, so one goes to attack uh, Jerry with a definite hit. It's 20-something. Um, it does four points of fire damage to you as it, like, rolls up to you, kind of scales up your leg and just, like, burns a hole clear through, like, part of your pant leg into your thigh. The other goes to attack Benedis for 14 I am 14. 14, okay, so you're actually going to take some fire damage too. Uh, three points of fire damage. Uh, and then the other three are going to go after kicks. Uh, four and seven is... 11. 11, I'm guessing that misses. Uh, eight and seven is 15. <clears throat> Hits. And a 20-something, I'm guessing, would hit. Hit. Uh, so both of those... Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight points of fire damage to kicks. And then the last remaining one goes to attack Ilya for 19. Yeah, that's uh, Four points of fire damage. So um, Jerry has a reaction spell when he's hit with things like fire. Nice. Elements. Okay. So, <clears throat> so the spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect on you and storing it for your next melee attack. You have resistance to the triggering damage type until the start of your next turn. Also, the first time you hit with a melee attack on your next turn, the target takes an extra 1d6 damage of the triggering type and the spell ends. Nice. So. Wow, okay, cool. So I'm resistant to... On this hit or, or for all future hits? I missed that part. Mm. Okay. So uh, after you have you resistance to the triggering damage until the start of your next turn. Okay. Cool. So as a reaction, so I took half of whatever he did. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Sweet. Uh, the other the bullywug that's running around uh, takes his bucket and tries to douse one. Fails. Um, <laughs> again, it just like hits the ground. These things are just like rolling around on the floor, burying themselves into the ground. Smoke starting to fill the room. As soon as you guys are going to be coughing if uh, they're not dealt with. What does kicks do? Kicks him. Throw a bucket of water <laughs> on. Him. Cool. Give me an attack roll. Uh, four and four is eight. <laughs> four, four is eight. Nice. Uh, with yeah. your, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but your proficiency of plus two as well would take you up to ten. Uh, does not work. Uh, water hits the ground. What does Ilya do? I guess I'm going to try and put some water on this damn thing. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. Um, 19 plus three. Yeah, definitely hits. Okay, yeah. brilliant. And what am I rolling? Uh, D6. God, that's all. Four. Goes out. Poof. Yeah. Just turns into like this little piece of charcoal. What does Jerry do? Bucket of water. Uh, 15. 15 hits. We said 14. <clears throat> and I get 2d6 because I got that bonus. Yeah. Well, probably so good. 12. Yeah, definitely out. Actually, I'll say you get two because of that. Okay. Um, it like water hits that one and it just like pools over and connects with another one. Uh, so you only have three left still rolling around. What does Benedict do? Throws a bucket of water. Nice. But first he asks the DM if a familiar can pick up a bucket of water. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah? Bye. I like it. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. 16. 
Uh, 16 hits. Uh, three damage. Okay, so that one still standing, um, or still rolling and burning, uh, but looks like it almost went out. Um, so there's still three mm. remaining. Um, they one is going to retaliate against Benedis and attack for uh, seven and four again. What is that? Eleven, 11. Uh, misses. The other is going to go after Jerry for seventeen or eighteen. Sorry, and the other is going to go after Ilya for fourteen. Yeah, that hits. Hits. Okay. Uh, this one's for Jerry. Three points fire damage and four points fire damage to Ilya. Um, the uh, Bullywug is going to make his attack action against one. Hits. Uh, D6. Nice. Goes out. Uh, two remaining. Kicks. All right. Can throw a bucket of water. Uh, six and four is ten. Ten plus your modifier or... Thing 12. Uh, 12 still, yeah. yeah, still a miss, unfortunately. He's just like throwing water. He's just, <laughs> just like, like throwing he's just water. Frail, yeah, he's just fraily. He's, he's just fraily throwing things at him. He's just a shit kick. Trying to, trying to hit uh, Ilya with the water. <laughs> Woo! Uh, yeah, Ilya's up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast Bucket of Water. Cast <laughs> <laughs> Bucket of Water. Love it. Come on. Okay, okay. Nice. Uh, so 17 yeah, plus. Hits. Yeah. Cool. Cool. E6 Areno. Three points. Oh, three. Almost there. Um, lightly goes out. Still, like, just flickers and then poof, back into flame. I, I also spit on it. <laughs> I got I got it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you actually throw it at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Quick, they're almost burning down the shack. We, there's three left. Bucket of water. Cast water. 15 plus whatever. Yeah, it's, all I need is 14. Three damage. Nice. Uh, that one had three already, so it goes down. There is one remaining as it rolls around. Uh, it goes back to attack Sir Benedis for 17, I think, hits. Yeah. Three points of fire damage, and the Bullywug runs up to that one, turns the bucket upside down, dumps it on him. For 17 plus modifier is good. Come on, four plus. Four goes out. Was that the last one? That was the last one. Wait. Oh, I, I am in your debt. Thank what? you so much. What the hell was that? Uh, these terrible things here. Hold on. Let the DM change the music. <laughs> <sighs> it's nice to meet you, your majesty. Uh, no, please. I, I am not your majesty. I'm Duke Duke Urkrind, uh, maintainer of this here balloon warehouse. Uh, what you see before you that is remaining of it. As it were. Um, You're not the king? No, no. Sadly not. That oh. would be King Gollop the 19th is who oh. you're looking for. Oh. Um, yes. Uh, well. You look like a king. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Actually, I, I have something for the group of you for your help. I don't, I don't think this would have lasted much longer. And since you're looking for the king, just a moment. And he walks over to his workbench and pulls out a drawer. And in it, it comes back with a handful of these um, uh, brooches. Uh, that's what it is, right? Like yeah. it goes on your shirt, a brooch. And they're all these brass flies, uh, but the wings actually flutter a little bit, like just continuously, and, and hands them to the group of you. Everybody gets like a brass fly with little fluttery wings. And he says, the, the least I can do and crafted by yours truly, if, um, if the king sings those, I, I feel like it will gain you favor in your conversations with him. It's the least I can do. Oh, these are fantastic. Yeah. Very well, nice. Thank you. Are these, and it tickles. 
Are these like a medal or some sort of recognition in your land? Yes, they're they're a bit of a um, uh, worn essentially by uh, uh, members of the the monarch or the royalty. Uh, you will see others with them, but um, foreigners with them or visitors uh, are known to be of uh, uh, known to be friends. Wonderful, that's very nice. Thank you. Well, thank you. Like I said, there's not much left of my shop ever since we've had this little incident here. Uh, one of my balloons were commandeered by some weird dragon thing and um oh, another one of we uh, met this guy oh you did the, you've seen the balloon yeah, Sir Talavar. That's, that's the name, name. Yes. yes yes well taken by one of my workers unfortunately mr wigglewog i thought he was a stand-up lad but um well he was past tense because he died oh i'm sorry to hear yeah, he that. broke his neck the balloon lad. crash yeah oh the poor lad well he died doing what he loved Dealing in a hot air balloon. Ballooning. Yeah, it was, well, my hot air balloon and resulted in damaging my very factory. I guess it was for a noble cause, but um, not something Bavlorna would have taken lightly. Mm. It's uh, on the tower. It was stuck to the tower if you want to retrieve it at some point. Like the tower that was like way back like a few days. I think I know the one. The one that's sinking into the um, the swamp there. Yeah, it that's wasn't the one. this one. And he scribbles down in his notebook. Thank you. I may actually be able to recover that. Um, so how do we get to the king? Oh, you're, you're almost there. Just continue the, out this other door. There's just a bridge outside, and um, you will see him at his gazebo uh, overlooking the lake. Oh, nice. Thank mm. you. Yes, by all means. And, and thank you from um, yeah, everybody here at the Soggy Court. I wish I was in better uh, condition to, to help you, but I do have work. Oh, so where do these rocks come from, these burning rocks? Do we have to watch out for this thing? No, actually, I'm glad you asked. It's odd that these would actually be here. These are part of Bavlorna's um, cauldron, uh, just on the other side of the lake there, the hillside, and it's what she uses to cook uh, within it. How they managed to get these from underneath her cauldron, I won't know. Although I do know... <sighs> I'm not sure I should tell you this, but... Sure you should. What's uh, with the rocks in this place? Uh, you can give me a, a persuasion check. Or the group of you can. We can make a persuasion 18. check. Wow, okay. Never Natural mind. 20. Jesus, okay. Jerry is a charming guy. <laughs> the warts. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Jerry should have disadvantage because of the warts. No, I'm kidding. So unassuming. People just like open up to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you're around bullywugs. They're all warty, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like, I, yeah. I feel like Jerry has these, like, anime or... eyes, like, mm. these big, huge <laughs> eyes that look like he's on the verge of crying at any <laughs> given second. Yeah, they're like, don't cry, don't cry. Um, the, the cauldron, um, perhaps it was Wigglewog now that I think about it, but Bavlona's cauldron can be opened or moved with a password that she uses. Well, only one that she knows, though I've heard her mutter the words. It's spittle spat. I believe if you approach the cauldron and say such a word, it shall open for you. Spittle spat? Yes. What does that even mean? I'm not sure. She has many passwords for a lot of her odd things. Why would we want the cauldron to open? If you're trying to understand where the rocks are from or see what she's up to, I don't know. Maybe that's where she keeps the things that she took. Potentially, if she wants to cook them. 
Do you like Bavlorna? How are you guys feeling about her? Uh, well, and he kind of looks around. Of course, um, she does a fantastic job of ensuring the soggy court um, maintains healthy and ensures that we have the uh, necessity, uh, necessary food and uh, material to sustain our um, livelihood. I think he's I lying. Think, oh. I think she asked you how you feel about her, not to tell us a trivia fact. That was a political answer. Yes, uh, and um, the only answer I am uh, able to give at this time. I see. Or blink mm. once if you hate her. <laughs> he blinks <laughs> once. Oh, did you guys see that? Yeah, mm. that was clever. Mm. Wow. I guess we will go see the king. Are you you're okay here now? You got this. Yes, under um, we have this under control. It would seem. Again, thank you and uh, enjoy the the brooches. Mm. They, they look good on you. I feel like mine's a little big, but it's because I'm a little small, maybe. Uh, well, actually, if you come back, I could make you a smaller one. Maybe if we have time. Well, come see me on your way out. Okay. okay. Oh, we could wait. Do a rest. I think we should. I'm not sure. That's. <laughs> Are you, are you feeling a little beat up from uh, the you, rock you, no, thing no, first? No, I mean, like, if everybody else wants to rest, too, they can rest, and we can wait for your brooch. And I feel our, great. Our friend Kixir got a little mouthy with the rock guy, and he got uh, he got total lesson. Uh, did he now? He could yes. say that he, his world got rocked. Well, I would be careful about going in that there water. There's some dangerous, some, what do they call them, merfolk. Um, not not uh, in favorable of the, uh, the taste of Bullywug, luckily for us, but... Uh, Anything else that lands in there is usually a pretty good snack for them. Well, that would have been good information crossing the river to get here first, so I don't know. Well, now you know. Um, yeah, well, don't li- go li- swimming. Yeah, yeah, live and learn, right? <laughs> All right, well, maybe we see you on the way out. Well, I would like that. Thank you. I bid you adieu until then. Adieu? I bid you um, a farewell. Yeah, that's what I, I said back. Adieu. Oh, oh, I do. Yes. I do what? That's how you say goodbye in another language. Oh, I oh. thought you meant like I do need a long rest or like a short rest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you could I wait do. here while we go talk to the king if you want. Maybe give oh, him no, a I'll help just, to clean up a little I, no, bit. I don't want to die on my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's go. To the uh, king. Cool. Um, so you exit the, the, the burnt-up building, and uh, before you is just this long bridge that spans, and in the distance there you see sort of a hillside. What are you doing for time, actually? Uh, you see a hillside um, with a uh, gazebo on it, but in front of you, this flat wood plank bridge, which spans an arm of the lake, is lined uh, on one side by rows of bullywug heads on wooden spikes. At the center of the bridge, a small figure sits with its feet feet dangling over one side. The figure appears to be talking to itself in bemoaned tones. But then the severed bullywug heads nearby erupt in a cacophony of voices, some indignant, others sympathetic. A few more in the distant row distant row yell, What? I, I can't hear you. What did they say? And all you hear is just like the group of these things like, no, I was the best ruler. The idiot that is currently there. What is his name? Bollywog 19s. He's a fool. Uh, and as you approach on this bridge, um, Jerry would recognize it from the vision that he had is a very odd scarecrow looking figure with huge oh. claws. It's about three feet tall uh, and has like this bulbous gourd uh like head uh like um 
you know, like a pumpkin? squash pumpkin type head. And it's just sitting so there, like, creepy. moaning to itself. <laughs> hey, that is a clipper, clipper claw, clipper, uh, the claw yeah. guy that they talk oh. about. Yeah, I don't, no, we shouldn't go, we should, maybe we should go back. We should go somewhere else. Well, we were told to find clipper claw. Yeah. It's a guide through Prismere. He can take us where we need to go. Oh, maybe you could go for, I'll wait. Ilya yeah. runs up to clipper claw. <laughs> okay. And sits down next to him. <laughs> oh, um, Hello. Are you Clipperclaw? Yeah, you could call me that. Oh, what do you like to be called? Oh, Clipperclaw. Okay. Ilya <laughs> 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 like pauses and thinks about that. You're both just like staring out at the lake, swinging your feet. Ah, uh, I'm Ilya. Uh, hi, Ilya. It's it's nice to meet you. Um, why are you why are you here? I don't recognize you. Mostly frogs live here. Yeah, no, I'm not a frog. Uh, I'm new in town. Uh, I was told to come find you, I guess, by Jingle Jangle. Oh, she told J- us about Jingle you. Jingle Jangle, a friend of mine. Yes, she's the only one that's really nice to me around here. I'm glad to hear that she's still around. Do you think it's because you have a pumpkin head? That's not very nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm actually searching for my real head, which is why I don't. I'm feeling a little, I don't know, disconnected. From your head. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this one kind of keeps me up at night, and he moves his head. If you listen, I think there's some coin sealed in there or something. It's a cruel joke from Bevlorna, I think. or Not Bevlorna. I escaped from the other. Um, from Thither, um, Endolin. Endolin. Yeah. Oh, so you used to have a different head. I had a beautiful um, stag skull as, as a head. She created me, Endolin did, but I got... I got sick of dealing with her evil request, and I managed to escape to here uh, with with my head intact. But it's some what would you call that? A rabbit, a hare, uh, waylaid me on my way in here. And oh, was it? it. Did, it did, did he sound like this? Ha 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 ha! Yes. And Ilya's gonna cast disguise self on herself so <laughs> that she looks like Agadon Lone Scarf. Oh, that's, like this? That's the one. Ha uh-huh, yes. My scarf! Oh. <laughs> Yeah, this took, guy took my skull heads, unfortunately, and I haven't seen it since. I think he was gonna give it to Bevlorna, um, but I do know the way to to thither. You said that Jingle Jangle had said that you needed some help. Well, yeah, she said you were just about the best guide in all of Prismere. Wow, wow, that's um, that's saying something. Yeah, I can help. It would be a lot easier if I had my skull. If you want to help me. Find it. Oh, um, does Bavlorna have it? Maybe, maybe, maybe or Agadon. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of like planning on getting stuff back from her and maybe overthrowing the hags and saving Prismere is probably what we're going to do. So we can get your head back as a part of our overall mission. I think that'd be fine. I, I would I would like that. And if Andolin were to um, suffer, that would be nice, too. Should we shank her? Yeah, yeah. Slicer, cutter, mm-hmm. chopper. You should, you should put coins in her head that sure. she can't remove, and they jingle when she tries to sleep. Yeah, why not? I think that probably is doable somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I don't like um, hags, so I, can I wait here until until you get back and you're ready to go, and then we'll go to to th- uh, th- hither thither. Yeah. The one that you want to go at. I just, I'm not, I like, I could follow you, but I'm not, I don't want to go to her cottage. No, you just hang out. You do, you do you. 
Clipper Claw. You know, to be honest with you, Jerry is really scared of you. So I think it's probably best if you keep your distance. And Ilya will turn around and point to Jerry and be like, yeah, he's like sh shaking his, his head, his like boots. his head, just like his body doesn't move, but his head rotates, oh, and it's like, fuck. and it's like, it's clink, 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 clink with the coins, and then it looks like he's like Ilya can tell he's waving, but it looks like he's just like tuck, 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 with his clipper claw. Jerry to, like, tries to hide behind Benedis, even though Benedis is a fairy, but like yeah. ben Jerry's trying to like shrink so that he's like, yeah, it's fine. He's just saying hello, I think. And I, I. Mm. He wants maybe you to go talk to him. No. <laughs> Be careful, Jerry. You might want to take your head with that claw. <laughs> oh, he seems nice. Yeah, he's super nice, but kind of a coward. Scared, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really pathetic, but like in a charming way, I guess. Are you scared of, of stuff? Death, maybe? I'm not scared of anything. Me neither. Mm. Except of Lorna. Maybe I'll be scared of her when I meet her. Probably not, though. I'm super duper brave. That's cool. I wish I was like that most of the time. I feel like I was when I had um, uh, my head. So you're just a guy with a stag head and lobster claws? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have the stag head anymore. I don't know. Endolin made me from, from something. Sure. Yeah. No, we'll figure it out. This is... We'll okay. add it to the agenda. I'm going to go back to my friends. Okay. Uh, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. I, lo I love... Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ilya leaves. That's awkward. Oh, God. He seems, uh, he seems really nice. <laughs> I have a picture of Clipper Claw. I'll show you guys here. Hey, Jerry? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Clipperclaw says you better watch your back. <laughs> <laughs> so this little trickle of pee runs, <laughs> runs down Jerry's leg. Uh, I told oh you, God. Jerry. Oh, I told God, you. He's so scary. <laughs> Terrifying. Okay, that's legit yeah, scary. That, that's actually way worse Jerry's, than I thought. <laughs> Jerry's on the right track. Yeah. I think you need to post that on the Oh, my Twitter. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. He he said hmm. he's he likes the rest of us. Is there something about you, Jerry? I don't know. Oh, oh. you should keep back. But anyways, I'll, I'll just wait we... over. I'll go. I'm just gonna go back over somewhere else. We're gonna... Have you met him before, Jerry? You pissed him uh, off. Oh, I had a dream or something. Well, that's what it was. Maybe. You gotta stay out of other people's dreams, Jerry. I, um. Wasn't was, he in my dream? Mm, was that when we got when uh, she opened the bottle and we got sucked to the other world? Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm, oh yeah. That was pretty intense. Yeah. He's, he doesn't look very friendly. Like, well, what? he doesn't normally look like that. He says that he used to have a different head, which is arguably a bit scarier. It was like a skull, like a stag skull. Oh. Which is maybe worse than a pumpkin. I think so too. <laughs> so, but we're gonna have to go past. Well, I'll just says, wait here, and you can let me know when everything's well, done. But if Bavlorn is over on this side still, then we would like to have you there. We've seen, we've fought uh, with you, and in case that happens, we know. Tell you what, when we go down past the bridge, I'll be between you and and oh. our friend. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll give you a chance to see them up close. Maybe you'll feel better. I'll. How about I hold your you hand? Can close your eyes. I, uh, Jerry holds his hand out and closes his eyes. Yeah. So everybody crosses the bridge. <clears throat> cool. Uh, as you're crossing, like the the chattering of those uh, bullywug heads on the spikes are just like 
insufferable as they talk about like who is the better ruler or the you mm. know the current king is an idiot and should be overthrown. And you walk past Clipperclaw, and because mm. Iliad pointed out Jerry, she know he knows Jerry's mm. name. And even though your eyes are closed, <laughs> you walk by, and he's just like, "Oh, um, hi, Jerry." <laughs> and all you hear is like, "Click, click, click, click." <laughs> Fuck. Jerry, run! <laughs> Jerry sprints. Jerry sprints, and his eyes are closed. Oh, so shit. Jerry's like, <laughs> "Oh man, you got to make me a deck save." But than that, you're on a bridge. But he's holding. Um, oh, okay. Oh, you're holding hands. Okay, you I'm just. But I'm maybe dragging. I was gonna say Benedict. Jerry's bigger than Benedict and probably heavier. And <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Uh, Benedict is probably like struggling <laughs> and takes flight. And was just like, whoa, oh. Yeah. Give me. Uh, give me a dex check. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, oh, slow no. down. He just said hello. Didn't you hear his voice? It was so, it was so calm and strange. That was not the voice I was expecting. Run, Jerry, run! Just watch out for the edge, Jerry. You're getting close to the edge. Here he comes, Jerry. You run and uh, think you're running up to the hillside on the other side, pulling poor Benedict with you. His mustache flailing in the wind as you totally miss it. Go sailing a good twenty feet down into the lake with a sploosh. Oh no! Oh, Jerry! Shit! These I... figures start circling around beneath you, Jerry. We can you swim, Jerry? We have to get the fuck out of this water. Thanks for listening to episode five, everybody. That's where we're gonna end it. Adventurers, grab your weapons. But first, kiss your kin. <laughs>